Hello, this is Richard Eckley, and welcome to the first episode of Your Four Keys to the Healthier, Happier You podcast, the four-minute warning. Uh, the reason I'm calling it a four-minute warning is the podcast are going to be sort of like three, four, five minutes long on average, as I do them on a daily basis on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, there's four main keys we're covering. this: your health, your wealth, your relationship, and your mindset. Monday is health, Tuesday is wealth, Wednesday is relationship, and Thursday is mindset. I go into more information about each one uh, per day, giving you little tips and help on developing each area of this of these um, core core fundamentals to help develop your life in a, in a more positive way. Um, I trained sort of with different people through through the last couple of years so with, with Jim Rowan, Zig Ziglar, um, Earl Nightingale, to name a few. And Les Brown, he's very good. Uh, and uh, some of their tips, some of their sort of ideas they have, I've then sort of passed on through because they've actually helped me change my life. Uh, I was carpenter for over 30 years where I sort of learned and trained my carpentry business and been doing that all my life. And then so literally about three or four years ago, I came across a Jim Rowan seminar on a webinar. And he was just saying then how we can choose what life we want to have. We don't have to stay with this with the single life we've chosen. We can choose to change at any time of any point in our life just by making a decision. And that's when I sort of first got into personal development and realized, Craig, he is so correct. He's so right. We can do anything we want to do in our in our lives. If we all we need to do is find someone who's where we are, find out what they've done, and then learn their systems and techniques, and then we can have what they have. And it's just finding it and taking the time to learn these processes. Because we're only going to sort of have what we've got in our life. We can only live up to the knowledge we currently have. So if you want to improve our life or change our lives, we have to have new skills, new learning techniques to develop new systems. And this works in all areas, your health, your wealth, your relationship, and your mindset. So as I go through, said, through the different trainings I've been doing over the years, I'll then pass on and do the podcast. And I'll just give a little bit of information, sort of like on your health, with your, with your diets, with your exercise. Again, I've been sort of studying about Alzheimer's and how we can help people with Alzheimer's. So it'll help sort of, there is a choice out there. A lot of people don't realize that Alzheimer's, yes, is a, it's a condition. But like 90% of people that have Alzheimer's have got it through the lifestyles. Only 10% actually have the genetic disorder. So there's things we can do to help our health in huge ways. Um, uh, uh, just, just, just eating proper food. They say the the leafy greens, the uh, eating more uh, vegetables, more mushroom, mushrooms, more blueberries. There's lots of little things we can do just to help our health. With the wealth again, we can do the fun- fundamental things with wealth again. It's it's saving. It's learning to sort of save more money than we're spending. Trying to develop a new business for ourselves, so we can actually generate some income to help relieve the stress. Uh, through relationships, it's learning how each other live, whether they lives and thinks. So obviously men and women are totally different. We have men are more of a visual creature, they like what they see. Women are more emotional creatures and like how they feel. So there's different areas that way as well. And again, with your mindset, your mindset controls everything. Everything is really down to our mindset. We are a mind with a body, not a body with our mind. And our mind controls everything we have in our lives. The last sort of four or five years of our life, we've made little decisions, little choices through the circumstances that have happened to us. And that's got us where we are today. So if you want to change our life in the future, we need to actually change our mind, learn new systems, new techniques, and we can have a different future, one for the better, when we actually want to improve and get things moving forward for us. So that's how we can do it that way. So there's these different areas we can do. And said through the through the through my book as well, it's your four keys to a healthier, happier you book. We'll then doing the podcast and things will just move forward slowly that way. There will then be a training system as well. And you always get in touch with me at rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk if you want some more information about any of these. So I hope you enjoy the, the podcast. This is the first episode in the, in the long, long run series. And um, I'll get back to you soon. All the best.
Hello, this is Richard Eckley, and welcome to the first episode of Your Four Keys to the Healthier, Happier You podcast, the four-minute warning. Uh, the reason I'm calling it a four-minute warning is the podcast is going to be sort of like three, four, five minutes long on average, as I do them on a daily basis on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, there's four main keys we're covering. There's your health, your wealth, your relationship, and your mindset. Monday is health, Tuesday is wealth, Wednesday is relationship, and Thursday is mindset. I go into more information about each one uh, per day, giving you little tips and help on developing each area of this of these um, core core fundamentals to help develop your life in a, in a more positive way. Um, I train sort of with different people through through the last couple of years with, with Jim Rowan, Zig Ziglar, um, Earl Nightingale, to name a few. And Les Brown, he's very good. Uh, and uh, some of their tips, some of their sort of ideas they have, I've then sort of passed on through because they've actually helped me change my life. Uh, I was carpenter for over 30 years where I sort of learned and trained my carpentry business and been doing that all my life. And then literally about three or four years ago, I came across a Jim Rowan seminar on a webinar. And he was just saying then how we can choose what life we want to have. We don't have to stay with this with the single life we've chosen we can choose to change at any time of any point in our life just by making a decision and that's when i sort of first got into personal development and realized craig he is so correct he's so right we can do anything we want to do in our in our lives if we all we need to do is find someone who's where we are find out what they've done and then learn their systems and techniques and then we can have what they have and it's just finding it and taking the time to learn these processes because we're only going to sort of have what we've got in our life we can only live up to the knowledge we currently have so if you want to improve our life or change our lives, we have to have new skills, new learning techniques to develop new systems. And this works in all areas, your health, your wealth, your relationship and your mindset. So as I go through, said through the different trainings I've been doing over the years, I'll then pass on and do the podcast and I'll just give a little bit of information. So like on your health, with your, with your diets, with your exercise. Again, I've been sort of studying about Alzheimer's and how we can help people with Alzheimer's. So it'll have sort of. There is a choice out there. A lot of people don't realize that Alzheimer's, yes, is a, it's a condition, but like 90% of people that have Alzheimer's have, have got it through their lifestyles. Only 10% actually have the genetic disorder. So there's things we can do to help our health in huge ways. Um, uh, uh, just, just, just eating proper food. They say the, the leafy greens, the eating more uh, vegetables, more mushroom, mushrooms, more blueberries. There's lots of little things we can do just to help our health. With the wealth again, we can do the fundamental things with wealth again. It's it's saving, it's learning to sort of save more money than we're spending. Trying to develop a new business for ourselves, so we can actually generate some income to help relieve the stress. Uh, through relationships, it's learning how each other live, whether they lives and thinks. So obviously, men and women are totally different. We have men are more of a visual creature that like what they see. Women are more emotional creatures and like how they feel. So there's different areas that way as well. And again, with your mindset, your mindset controls everything. Everything is really down to our mindset. We are a mind with a body, not a body with our mind. And our mind controls everything we have in our lives. The last sort of four or five years of our life, we've made little decisions, little choices through the circumstances that have happened to us. And that's got us where we are today. So if you want to change our life in the future, we need to actually change our mind, learn new systems, new techniques, and we can have a different future, one for the better, when we actually want to improve and get things moving forward for us. So that's how we can do it that way. So there's these different areas we can do. And said so through the through the through my book as well, which your four keys to a healthier, happier you book. We'll then doing the podcast and things will just move forward slowly that way. There will then be a training system as well. And you always get in touch with me at rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk if you want some more information about any of these. So I hope you enjoy the, the podcast. This is the first episode in a, in a long, long run series. And um, I'll get back to you soon. All the best.
morning, Richard Ackley. Yeah, happy, ooh, that's good. <laughs> happy Thursday morning to you. You have a good day today. It's not looking bad here in Swansea. It's uh, blue sky today, actually. It's quite nice. So we're on a Thursday. We're on a mindset Thursday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And uh, the heading today is planes, trains, and automobiles. You think, oh, what's all this about them? And basically, all these, uh, these planes, trains, automobiles, everything, was basically went to just someone's idea, one person's idea back in history. They thought about something, and slowly they developed it, invested in it, developed it as an idea, ran it past other people, expanded it, started to make it into a business, and then built it. And then all these years later, millions of us, we can't live our lives without them, with planes, with cars, with trains, with uh, personal computers. There's all these things that happen we got nowadays, but originally, they were just one person's single idea. And they thought, right, what can I do with this? And they sort of just developed it, looked into it, researched it, and expanded it. And that's, have you got an idea that you could possibly make yourself? You don't, we don't, we, none of us know these ideas we have in our minds, what they could do for the future generations to come. Because say the person who first invented the steam engine, he never clue what he was going to, how he was going to change the whole entire world. Again, with the Wright brothers, with the aeroplanes, it was like a, a novel idea to see if you can do it. It's, again, changed the entire world. Personal computers, again, the, the internet, there's like knock-on effects. And this one single idea, it's, it's the, the core to start anything off. And we've all got these different ideas. We all think about different things. We all have these different ideas. But quite often, we don't follow up on them. We just think, oh, yeah, that's, oh, well, I'd like to do that one day, but, oh, no, I, this, that'll never come to anything. And that is such a shame, because if we have one idea, it could not only change our life, it could change millions of people's lives in the future. If this idea took on, was worthwhile doing and going. Some ideas, obviously, aren't going to be any use at all. But one single idea could make a, t a total difference in, in not only your life, but in the life of millions of other people. So it's always worth to get some ideas, write them down. Just get a piece of paper or a diary and just put a little note down of little ideas you've had. And then slowly just start to research a bit and look into it and develop it. And then in time, that can make such a huge difference to people's lives. So I said before, it's it's very sad, sad state of affairs, but all the cures to all our social problems, disease problems, mental problems, they're in all the graveyards around the world because people just were afraid to actually follow through on an idea. They had an idea, we're going to get around to it one day, and then they just, oh, well, perhaps it won't. And then they didn't do it, and they took it to their grave with them. And that could have solved so many issues, so many problems. But we don't just step out of our comfort zone and just follow through on it. So if you get an idea, honestly, just I said, first of all, just write it down. Because quite often we get an idea and we just don't think about, oh, it just goes again. We don't sort of like follow up with it. So write it down. If you get an idea, just, and it sometimes it doesn't have to be a brand new idea. It could be enhancing an existing product or service already. So it's like sort of like the Windows come on with the computers, the Macs. They were sort of like just developing it and expanding it. And like with the internet now is expanding it. It's all step by step. As it improves, it's like the mouse. You have the mouse with the computer, first of all, which is wired. And they thought, oh, let's make it wireless, so it's wireless. Now they've got technology where you can do it, actually, with your eyes. You've got your eyeglasses on. You can do it with your with your, with your mind and your eyes. And they're developing this whole new system again. But it's all knock-on effect. It's all just improving the step-by-step-by-step. So your idea doesn't have to be something totally brand new, like developing a car. It could just be an enhancement of a previous idea. And that could just improve again. And again, that could change change your life in the future and change millions of other people's lives in the future. So that's just one thing I'd say today. If you had, if you get some ideas, if you get time, it's, it's all worthwhile just to sit down, some, get a good old, sit down with a cup of coffee, or sit down whatever you're drinking, and just make a list of, th of different ideas. Just spend a little time 
just inside your own mind, if you like, thinking about what, what, what things would you like to do? What things come to mind? First of all, sometimes we don't stop and think about things. We just sort of carry on and react to all the circumstances that are happening to us. We don't actually stop to think about, right, what would I like to do? What, what could I do? And just think some ideas of just, yes, what you could develop and how you can move things forward. And as I said before, just one idea could totally change your life. If you follow through on it, it's one good idea to, to have this idea and to think about it, write it down. And then do a bit of research and just see, yeah, where could this go? What could you do? Perhaps this one idea could lead to other ideas in the future, which you could develop in time to come. This one little thought today is, is on mindset. It's just, yeah, taking that time, that one idea, so through history, everyone's literally just starting. No matter what we have today, it could be the steering wheel, clocks, clothes. It was all one person's idea at one time. And then that was developed and developed and grew into a business. And then it changed our entire lives. So it's just, yeah. You kind of can imagine we all are internet connected nowadays. Everyone sort of works with each other. So you, you couldn't make your own clock, or you couldn't make your own anything really. You couldn't make, you're making your own jumper to go to work every day, or making your own shirt, or putting making your own button, even trying to make a button to do it. Well, that was someone's idea. Someone designed that idea, that, that button there. Someone actually designed it, thought about it, planned it out, and then there's, there's on my shirt. So yeah, someone I don't know. But yeah, this like that, but those sort of ideas can just expand into so many different areas and solve different problems and give us solutions to problems in the future as well. Because my other thought today is on using your mindset as just getting the ideas flowing and just write them down as you come along and then just research and tell me look at what you can develop that way because it can change, say, your life and future lives of many other people in the future. There we are. Have a good day today, wherever you are. All the best for now. Yeah. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Monday morning to you. Here we go for another week. We're on a Monday, so on a health Monday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And the question was, how important is sleep in a, in a health regime, health, health plan even? And it's, it's unbelievable the difference sleep can make to our whole bodies, to our minds, to every part of our body. It's, it's one of the vital ingredients. We don't realize, you all think like, yes, we do need to exercise more, we need to eat well. You don't often think about the sleep and how that does affect our whole bodies and our, and our brains as well, especially. So our brain actually needs sleep to rest at night. If we're only getting sort of four or five hours sleep at night, our brain hasn't got the time it needs. Because you think when it's, when it's at work, it's doing all day, it's taking in so much information. You think the amount of time you're awake, all that information is pouring into your sight, through your hearing, through your smells, through your taste. That brain is storing all this information. And so only at night time, it actually gets to try and organize all this information to store it in our subconscious as different memories, trying to select the certain files that are important, which ones aren't important, which emotions are in. And it's all trying to store all this stuff at night time. So while we're actually thinking our bodies are resting, our brains are working, trying to process all this information we've received for the day. It's also at night time when the brain actually clears out all the plaque, all the proteins, all the toxins that the brain's taking on in the day, your body's taking on in the day. So your brain's trying to clear that out as well at night time. So just giving it four or five hours, unfortunately, is not enough for your brain to get all the jobs done it's trying to do. So it does need about seven or eight hours sleep at night. So our, our brain needs, our body needs as well. And then we do, we feel so much better. If you've had a good night's sleep, sort of seven, eight hours, you feel more refreshed in the morning because your brain's had chance. As I said, it's at night time. It clears away these toxins, this plaque buildup, which can lead to Alzheimer's down the road, long term especially. So your brain needs these seven or eight hours sleep to get all the jobs that it's doing. It never stops. Your brain never stops working. It's going 24 hours a day. From the day you're born to the day you stop breathing, it's, it's working. And at night time, it's so important for it to actually get the little jobs that it needs to. During the day, it's all coping with all the, all the 
normal stuff we're awake and we're sort of just feeding all this permanent information throughout the day we're wide awake is processing it all during the day which at night time it gets it all organized and sorts out what you need to remember what you don't need to remember what can store in the back and what can be discarded so it's, it's just doing this an automatic pilot we don't realize quite how our brains are doing from but like i said it's at night time we need that that it needs that time to actually rest and clear away all the information for the day as the most important part i say is clear away these toxins these excess proteins which i said they can take i said um plaque builds up with information in the brain if you have like stress or something during the day it's at night time this causes information to the brain and then the the brain actually produces plaque called amyloid plaque which actually protects the brain cells from uh, from getting from using connections but unfortunately what it is over night time it then clears this plaque away because it develops it in the daytime at night time it clears the plaque away so our brains are fresh out we're fresh and memory's got good connections again but if you're not giving it that good seven or eight hours sleep only giving it four or five hours sleep it's not clearing away all this plaque it's not getting all the jobs done so the following day we wake up a little bit hazy a little bit tired a little bit sleepy because the brain hasn't a chance to do all the what it needs to do so it starts off again the next day with us giving us more information to take in again more stuff to try and sort out and the following night it's trying to do the same again and if we're constantly only giving it four or five hours nights four or five hours sleep at night time it can never get it all sorted out <laughs> their brain is just working flat out and that i said that does lead then to alzheimer's other medical conditions and problems down the road because it's never getting the chance to, re to clear everything away to our bodies as i said before the regeneration machines we just keep regenerating ourselves we have new healthy cells we develop in as we go through we're always replenishing them all but if our brain doesn't have time to replenish it all to regenerate it all it's always sort of working flat out trying to cope with more information we're given it instead of getting a chance to clear it away and make it all healthy again so it's so it's really vitally important to be honest to get a good seven or eight hours sleep at night instead of this day and age we're trying to sort of do so much and fit so much but quite often though we're actually staying up late might just be watching something on Netflix or a show we want to watch, I and mean, we're often not doing something sort of that's really that important, but it's just a habit of going to bed later and then we're feeling tired in the morning. So we're not giving our brains that chance to work, we're clearing everything away, sort it all out, and just recuperate and think, right, the next day you can cope with more information. Because every day we're giving it more information again, so it's, it's permanently working. So it's so important to get that seven or eight hours sleep at night, trying to adapt your lifestyle, because reducing stress in our life is a massive one. And the way we cope with stress is, stress is through our brains. So if we're giving our brains the best chance to cope with all the stuff we've given it, give it time to regenerate, give it time to clear away that plaque, we feel refreshed, we're doing ourselves a heck of a good benefit for long-term health. And if our brain's healthy, most of our body can be healthy, can work its way through it. So that's so important to get ourselves seven or eight hours sleep, trying to get a new, and sometimes you can't just suddenly start doing it because you have this to do, that to do, this to do, this. So you can't do it straight away. Sometimes just expanding your sleep just by half an hour a night to build up again it's like the exercise program you start off doing small exercise and you develop it up to have more exercise and more exercise then you're at a healthy exercise level but it's the same with the sleep pad if you felt you can't you just haven't got time to fit in jump from say four hours sleep to eight hours sleep do it slowly build it up just try and do four and a half hours five hours try and build your sleep patterns up over because a, a healthy a healthy lifestyle means a healthy life it means you're going to live longer live healthier live happier and it's us to us to do it. So it's down to us to try to sort out. We need to try and get our seven, eight hours sleep. And instead of saying, oh, I can't do it. We haven't got time to fit it in. Always work away. It's down to us. We, we're, I said, we are creating our own lives as we go through life. And if we're not taking care of our brains and our bodies, then down the road, we're going to have problems. So it's what we do now that affects us down the road. So if we can give ourselves those seven, eight hours sleep at night, that gives our brains a chance. It gives the whole body a chance. It gives us all a chance. That's my little thought today on Health Monday. Have a good day today wherever you are. If you've got any valid missions, drop some comments below.
All the best for them. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Tuesday morning to you. It's not about no, it's actually a nice day here in Swansea. A bit chilly, a bit windy, a bit chilly, but nice and sunny. So we're on a Tuesday, we're on a Wealth Tuesday, on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And today I'm going to do a little bit of a reading from, the, from my book, um, Your Four Keys to a Healthier, Happier You. I'm going to have to learn how to reverse this round, because I know this films it backwards, so I'll learn how to do that one day. No, that's technology, I'm not that keen on technology. Um, so yeah, a little reading from the Creating Wealth part on Your Four Keys to a Healthier, Happier You. Now we get to the fun part, which is creating wealth for our futures. Once again, there is good news and bad news. Good news is that we can actually create any wealth we want in our futures. We are in control of our lives and the decisions we make will determine the types of future we have. Also, if we develop better habits and improve ourselves, learning new things, then implementing them into our lives every day, there will be no limit to what we can achieve. The bad news is that this will take time, commitment, perseverance and struggle, as nothing will just fall into our laps. It's how we grow by solving different problems and challenges we face that makes us a better person. We actually grow into the person we need to become before we can have the financial rewards. What we have learned up to this date has given us our current salaries and lifestyle. So if we want to improve these, we are going to have to learn new skills and techniques. Some will be easy to learn, while others will take some more study and practice. If we allow ourselves five years to learn all these skills, which will enable us to create our dream future, that's a pretty good time frame. A bit like an apprenticeship. However, this isn't a trade we'll be learning. These will be full life skills, which will develop us into the best version of ourselves. Once we master them, they will allow us to cope with anything life throws at us, always moving forward and improving. Time will pass by anyway. We'd rather be creating a future we want, living where we want to live, having holidays when and where we want, and taking whoever we please with us, being able to provide for our families or charities without any financial worries, or we can carry on with the alternative of working 40 years in our current jobs, no job security and ending up on a state pension, if that's still around when we get to retirement age and not knowing what the future will hold for us. That's a little bit from the creating wealth. And the one part I did, did like, oh, this was my book, I reread it occasionally, go back to it again. And it's what we have learned up to this date has given us our current salaries and lifestyles. So if we want to improve these, we're going to have to learn new skills and techniques. That is so important. That just hit, hit me home again. So I'm actually currently going through a new course at the moment. I'm doing, it's called the Product Launch Formula, Jeff Walker. And it's a, a nine-week intensive course, and I'm, I'm training or learning, actually, how to set up different courses, different systems, and there's so much stuff I'm trying to learn. And that's not my natural ability, so I'm trying to sort of set up websites and set up email campaigns, and there's so much stuff I'm trying to learn and develop. But that will enable me to be able to provide a much bigger, better business in the future. So what I'm learning today is going to affect me in the future, because it's going to help me in my future, future life, future finances, and future wealth. So if I just stopped what I'm doing, if I'm, I've been a carpenter and joiner for 30 odd years, no, 30 odd years, well, 35 years, long time, oh, scary. So I've been that full, and if I just stayed as a carpenter doing what I'm doing, I can't raise my, my wealth factor or wealth ceiling at all, because I'm currently earning all I can earn by doing what I'm doing. So by learning new systems, new techniques, something online, something totally different, that can enhance me, that can be that extra stream of income coming in to help create wealth in the future. It's going to take me time to learn these systems, learn these processes, and it's the same for everyone. If you want something different in the future, you have to do something now to actually start that system, to create it, so then in the future you can have it. It's the same with your wealth, with your relationships, with every part of your life. It's what you're doing today, the things you start today, 
future. You don't do something today and get results tomorrow. It takes you time. It takes, can take years to develop something properly long-term. Anything worth developing properly for long-term is worth doing slowly so you know you're building it correctly. Same with your wealth. So if you're going to learn some systems and techniques that will help you in the future, it's going to take time. It's going to take commitment. It's going to take you, you know, getting your brain going again and thinking, right, yeah, I've got to relearn things, re-develop re stuff. But so often we literally, we go to school, we learn what we're going to learn at school. We often learn the jobs we're doing. And that's where our learning stops. We can do our job and we just stay in that job and we don't develop ourselves or try to improve ourselves at all, especially on the learning process for anything we want to develop on our wealth. And it's not until we actually improve our mindset, our knowledge base, that we can improve. If you improve your knowledge base, then your salary comes up. Then you can improve your knowledge base again, then your salary comes up again. Don't get an in, don't get an increase, don't get a pay rise, and then oh yeah, now I can do the course and earn it, and I get a pay rise. Unfortunately, you have to improve yourself first, and then your money will go up. But there's a, there's always a lag. There's a lag between what you're earning, what you're learning, and what you're developing. So it's always one step at a time. We have to improve ourselves first to increase our increase our wealth and things we want down the down the future. So yeah, so it's a it's a good good it's a good thing to, to realize we are in control of our lives. We develop the wealth. Our current mindset, our current knowledge base has got us our lifestyles, our salary we have today. So if you want them to be any better in the future to improve, it's up to us to improve our mindset, improve our knowledge base, improve our skill set, and then we can improve our wealth base down the road. That's my little thought today on Wealth Tuesday. Have yourself a good day today. Keep warm. It's a bit chilly here. And have a good one. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy, ooh, that's gone. <laughs> Happy Thursday morning to you. Have you have a good day today? It's not looking bad here in Swansea. It's uh, blue sky today, actually. It's quite nice. So we're on a Thursday. We're on a mindset Thursday on your four keys to be healthier, happier you. And uh, the heading today is planes, trains, and automobiles. You think, oh, what's all this about them? And basically, all these, uh, these planes, trains, and automobiles, everything, was basically once just someone's idea, one person's idea back in history. They thought about something and slowly they developed it, invested in it, developed it as an idea, ran it past some other people, expanded it, started to make it into a business and then built it. And then all these years later, millions of us, we can't live our lives without them, with planes, with cars, with trains, with uh, personal computers. There's all these things that happen we got nowadays but originally, they were just one person's single idea. And they thought, right, what can I do with this? And they sort of just developed it, looked into it, researched it, and expanded it. And that's, have you got an idea that you could possibly make yourself? You don't, we don't, we, none of us know these ideas we have in our minds, what they could do for the future generations to come. Because say the person who first invented the steam engine, he didn't have a clue what he was gonna, how he was gonna change the whole entire world. Again, with the Wright brothers, with the aeroplanes, it's like a, a novel idea just to see if we can do it. It's, again, changed the entire world. Personal computers, again, and the internet is like knock-on effects. And this one single idea, it's, it's the, the core to start anything off. And we've all got these different ideas. We all think about different things. We all have different ideas. But quite often, we don't follow up on them. We just think, oh, yes, yeah, oh, I'd like to that one day, but oh, no, this, that'll never come to anything. And that is such a shame, because if we have one idea, it could not only change our life, it could change millions of people's lives in the future. If this idea took on, was worthwhile doing and going. Some ideas obviously aren't going to be any use at all. But one single idea could make a, a total difference in, in not only your life, but in the life of millions of other people. So it's always worth to get some ideas, write them down, just get a piece of paper, 
or a diary and just put a little notes down, little ideas you've had. And then slowly just start to research a bit and look into it and develop it. And then in time, that can make such a huge difference to people's lives. So I said before, it's it's very sad, sad state of affairs, but all the cures to all our social problems, disease problems, mental problems, they're in all the graveyards around the world because people just were afraid to actually follow through on an idea. They had an idea, they were going to get around to it one day, and then they just, oh, well, perhaps they won't. And then they didn't do it, and they took it to their grave with them. And that could have solved so many issues, so many problems. But we don't just step out of our comfort zone and just follow through on it. So if you get an idea, honestly, just, I said, first of all, just write it down. Because quite often we get an idea and we just don't think about, oh, it just goes again. We don't sort of like follow up with it. So write it down. If you get an idea, just, and it sometimes doesn't have to be a brand new idea. It could be enhancing an existing product or service already. So it's like sort of like the Windows come on with the computers, the Macs, they were sort of like just developing it and expanding it. And like with the internet now, it's expanding it. It's all step by step as it improves. It's like the mouse. You have the mouse with the computer, first of all, which is wired. Then they thought, oh, let's make it wireless. So it's wireless. Now they've got technology where you can do it actually with your eyes. You've got your eyeglasses on. You can do it with your, with your, with your mind and your eyes. And they're developing this whole new system again. But it's all knock-on effect. It's all just improving the step by step by step. So your idea doesn't have to be something totally brand new, like developing a car. It could just be an enhancement of a previous idea, and that could just improve again. And again, that could change change your life in the future and change millions of other people's lives in the future. So that's just one thing I'd say today. If you had, if you get some ideas, if you get time, it's, it's all worthwhile just to sit down. Some, again, good old sit down with a cup of coffee, or sit down whatever you're drinking, and just make a list of, th- of different ideas. Just spend a little time just inside your own mind, if you like, thinking about what, what, what things would you like to do, what things come to mind. First of all, because sometimes... We don't stop and think about things. We just sort of carry on and react to all the circumstances that are happening to us. We don't actually stop to think about, right, what would I like to do? What what could I do? And just think some ideas of just, yes, what you could develop and how you can move things forward. And as I said before, just one idea could totally change your life if you follow through on it. So it's one good idea to, to have this idea and to think about it, write it down. And then do a bit of research and just see, yeah, where could this go? What could you do? Perhaps this one idea could lead to other ideas in the future, which you can develop in time to come. So my little thought today is, is on mindset. It's just, yeah, taking that time, that one idea, so look, through history, everyone's literally just starting. No matter what we have today, it could be the steering wheel, clocks, clothes. It was all one person's idea at one time. And then it was developed and developed and grew into a business. And then it's, hey, it changed our entire life. So it's just, yeah, you kind of can imagine we all are interconnected nowadays. Everyone sort of works with each other. So you, you couldn't make your own clock. Or you couldn't make your own anything really. Imagine making your own jumper. You've got to work every day, or making your own shirt, or putting making your own button. You can find making a button to do it. Well, that was someone's idea. Someone designed that idea. That that button there. Someone actually designed it, thought about it, planned it out, and then it's, it's on my shirt. So yeah, someone I don't know. But yeah, it's like that. But so sort of ideas can just expand into so many different areas and solve different problems give us solutions to problems in the future as well. So my little thought today is on using your mindset as just getting the ideas flowing and just write them down as you come along and then just research and tell me look at what you can develop that way because it can change say your life and future lives of many other people in the future. There we go. Have a good day today wherever you are. All the best for now. Good morning Richard Eckley here. Happy ooh, that's gone. <laughs> Happy Thursday morning to you. You have a good day today. It's not looking bad here in Swansea. Uh, blue sky today, actually. It's quite nice. So we're on a Thursday. We're on a mindset Thursday on your four keys to be healthy or happy you. And uh, the heading today is planes, trains, and automobiles. You think, oh, what's all this about them? 
And basically, all these these planes, trains, automobiles, everything was basically went to someone's idea, one person's idea back in history. They thought about something, and slowly they developed it, invested in it, developed it as an idea, ran it past other people, expanded it, started to make it into a business, and then built it. And then all these years later, millions of us, we can't live our lives without them, with the planes, with cars, with trains, with the personal computers. There's all these things that happen we got nowadays, but originally they were just one person's single idea. And they thought, right, what can I do with this? And they sort of just developed it, looked into it, researched it, and expanded it. And that's, have you got an idea that you could possibly make yourself? You don't, we don't, we none of us know these ideas we have in our minds, what they could do for the future generations to come. Because say the person who first invented the steam engine, he didn't have a clue what he was gonna, how he's gonna change the whole entire world. Again, with the Wright brothers, with the airplanes, it was like a, a novel idea to see if we can do it. It's again changed the entire world. Personal computers again, and the internet is like knock on effects. And this one single idea, it's, it's the, the core to start anything off. And we've all got these different ideas. We all think about different things. We all have different ideas. But quite often we don't follow up on them. We just think, oh, yes, oh, well, I'd like to that one day, but oh, no, this doesn't ever come to anything. And that is such a shame because if we have one idea, it could not only change our life, it could change millions of people's lives in the future. If this idea took on, was worthwhile doing and going. Some ideas obviously aren't going to be any use at all. But one single idea could make a total difference in in not only your life, but in the life of millions of other people. So it's always worth to get some ideas, write them down, just get a piece of paper or a diary and just put a little notes down of little ideas you've had. And then slowly just start to research a bit and look into it and develop it. And then in time, that can make such a huge difference to people's lives. So I said before, it's it's very sad, sad state of affairs, but all the cures to all our social problems, disease problems, mental problems, they're in all the graveyards around the world because people just were afraid to actually follow through on an idea. They had an idea, we're going to get around to it one day, and then they just oh well, of course I won't. And then they didn't do it, and they took it to their grave with them, and that could have solved so many issues, so many problems. But we don't just step out of our comfort zone and just follow through on it. So if you get an idea, honestly, just I said first of all, just write it down because quite often we get an idea and we just don't think about oh, it just goes again. We don't sort of like follow up with it. So write it down. If you get an idea, just and it sometimes it doesn't have to be a brand new idea. It could be enhancing an existing product or service already. So it's like sort of like the Windows come on with the computers, the Macs. They were sort of like just developing it and expanding it. And like with the internet now, it's like expanding it. It's all step by step as it improves. It's like the mouse. You have the mouse with the computer first of all, which is wired. Then they thought, oh, let's make it wireless. So it's wireless. Now they've got technology where you can do it actually with your eyes. You've got your eyeglasses on. You can do it with your with your with your mind and your eyes. And they're developing this whole new system again. But it's all knock-on effect. It's all just improving the step by step by step. So your idea doesn't have to be something totally brand new, like developing a car. It could just be an enhancement of a previous idea, and that could just improve again. And again, that could change change your life in the future and change millions of other people's lives in the future. So that's just one thing I'd say today. If you had, if you get some ideas, if you get time, it's, it's all worthwhile just to sit down. And again, good old sit down with a cup of coffee, or sit down whatever you're drinking, and just make a list of, th- of different ideas. Just spend a little time. Just inside your own mind, if you like, thinking about what, what what things would you like to do? What things come to mind? First of all, sometimes we don't stop and think about things. We just sort of carry on and react to all the circumstances that are happening to us. We don't actually stop to think about, right, what would I like to do? What what could I do? And just think some ideas of just, yes, what you could develop and how you can move things forward.
And as I said before, just one idea could totally change your life. If you follow through on it, so it's one good idea to, to have this idea and to think about it, write it down. And then do a bit of research and just see, yeah, where could this go? What could you do? Perhaps this one idea could lead to other ideas in the future which you could develop in time to come. This one I thought today is, is on mindset. It's just, yeah, taking that time, that one idea, so through history, everyone's literally just starting. No matter what we have today, it could be the steering wheel, clocks, clothes. It was all one person's idea at one time. And then that was developed and developed and grew into a business. And then it changed our entire lives. So it's just, yeah. You kind of can imagine we all are interconnected nowadays. Everyone sort of works with each other. So you, you couldn't make your own clock. Or you couldn't make your own anything, really. You couldn't make, imagine making your own jumper. You've got to work every day. Or making your own shirt. Or putting, making your own button. You can find making a button to do it. Well, that was someone's idea. Someone designed that idea, that, that button there. Someone actually designed it, thought about it, planned it out. And then there's, there's only shirts. So, yeah, someone I don't know. But, yeah, it's like that. But those sort of ideas can just expand into so many different areas and solve different problems and give us solutions to problems in the future as well. So my thought today is on using your mindset. It's just getting the ideas flowing and just write them down as you come along and then just research and tell me look at what you can develop that way because it can change, say, your life and future lives of many other people in the future. There we are. Have a good day today wherever you are. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Monday morning to you. Here we go for another week. We're on a Monday, so on a health Monday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And the question was, how important is sleep in a, in a health regime, health, health plan even? And it's, it's unbelievable the difference sleep can make to our whole bodies, to our minds, to every part of our body. It's, it's one of the vital ingredients. We don't realize, you all think like, yes, we do need to exercise more, we need to eat well. You don't often think about the sleep and how that does affect our whole bodies and our, and our brains as well, especially. So our brain actually needs sleep to rest at night. If we're only getting sort of four or five hours sleep at night, our brain hasn't got the time it needs. Because you think when it's at work, it's doing all day, it's taking in so much information. You think the amount of time you're awake, all that information is pouring into your sight, through your hearing, through your smell, through your taste. That brain is storing all this information. It's only at night time it actually gets to try and organize all this information to store it in our subconscious as different memories, Trying to select certain files that are important, which ones aren't important, which emotions are in. And it's all trying to store all this stuff at night time. So while we're actually thinking our bodies are resting, our brains are working, trying to process all this information we receive for the day. It's also at night time when the brain actually clears out all the plaque, all the proteins, all the toxins that the brain's taking on in the day, your body's taking on in the day. So your brain's trying to clear that out as well at night time. So just giving it four or five hours, unfortunately, is not enough for your brain to get all the jobs done it's trying to do. So it does need about seven or eight hours sleep at night. It's what our brain needs, our body needs as well. And then we do, we feel so much better. If you've had a good night's sleep, sort of seven, eight hours, you feel more refreshed in the morning because your brain's had a chance, as I said. It's a nighttime, it clears away these toxins, this plaque builder, which can lead to Alzheimer's down the road, but long term especially. So your brain needs these seven or eight hours sleep to get all the jobs that it's doing. It never stops, your brain never stops working. It's going 24 hours a day. To the day you're born, to the day you stop breathing, it's, it's working. And at night time, it's so important for it to actually get the little jobs that it needs to do. During the day, it's filled with all the, all the normal stuff we're awake and we're sort of just feeding all this permanent information throughout the day. We're wide awake. It's processing it all during the day. It's at night time, it gets it all organized and sorts out what you need to remember, what you don't need to remember, what can store in the back, and what can be discarded. So it's, it's just doing this in automatic pilot. You don't realize quite how what our brains are doing for us. But like I said, it's at night time, we need that. That it needs that time to actually rest, 
and clear away all the inflammation from the brain. I said, the most important part I say is clear away these toxins, these excess proteins, which I said they can take. I said the plaque builds up with inflammation in the brain. If you have like stress or something during the day, it's at night time, this causes inflammation to the brain, and then the, the brain actually produces plaque called amyloid plaque, which actually protects the brain cells from, the, from getting these infections. Unfortunately, what it is, over the night time, it then clears this plaque away, because it develops it in the daytime. At night time, it clears the plaque away, so we have brains are fresh out, we're fresh, and the memory's got good connections again. But if we're not giving it that good seven or eight hours sleep, we're only giving it four or five hours sleep, it's not clearing away all this plaque, it's not getting all the jobs done. So the following day, we wake up a little bit hazy, a little bit tired, a little bit sleepy, because the brain hasn't had a chance to do all the what it needs to do. So it starts off again the next day, but that's giving us more information to take in again, more stuff to sort out. And the following night, it's trying to do the same again. And if we're constantly only giving it four or five hours nights, four or five hours sleep at night time, it can never get it all sorted out. <laughs> Their brain is just working flat out. And that, as I said, that does lead them to Alzheimer's and other medical conditions and problems down the road. Because this never gets a chance to, be, to clear everything away. So our body system before, the regeneration machines, we just keep regenerating ourselves. We have new healthy cells. We develop them as we go through. We always replenishing them all. But if our brain doesn't have time to replenish it all, to regenerate it all, it's always sort of working flat out trying to cope with more information we're given it, instead of getting a chance to clear it away and make it more healthy again. So it's, so it's really vitally important, to be honest, to get a good seven or eight hours sleep at night. Except in this day and age, we're trying to sort of do so much and fit so much, but quite often that we're actually staying up late. We might just be watching something on Netflix or a show we want to watch, and we're often not doing something sort of that's really that important, but it's just a habit of going to bed later and then we're feeling tired in the morning. So we're not giving our brains that chance to work and clear everything away, sort it all out, and just recuperate as they might the next day and cope with more information. Because every day we're giving it more information again, so it's, it's permanently working. So it's so important to get that seven or eight hours sleep at night. Trying to adapt your lifestyle because reducing stress in our life is a massive one. And the way we cope with stress is, stress is through our brains. So if we're giving our brains the best chance to cope with all the stuff we've given it, We've time to regenerate, we've time to clear away that plaque. We feel refreshed, we're doing ourselves a heck of a good benefit for long-term health. If our brain's healthy, most of our body can be healthy and work its way through it. So it's so important to get ourselves seven or eight hours sleep, trying to get a new... And sometimes you can't just suddenly start doing it, because you've got this to do, that to do, this to do, or this. So you can't do it straight away. Sometimes just expanding your sleep just by half an hour a night to build up again. It's like the exercise program, you start off with small exercise and you develop that to more exercise and more exercise, then you're at a healthy exercise level. But it's the same with the sleep pattern. If you prefer, you can't, you just haven't got time to fit in, jump from say, four hours sleep to eight hours sleep. Do it slowly, build it up, just try and do four and a half hours, five hours, try and build your sleep patterns up over. Because a, a, healthy, a healthy lifestyle means a healthy life, means you're gonna live longer, live healthier, live happier. And it's us to us to do it. So it's down to us to try and sort out, we need to try and get our seven, eight hours sleep. And instead of saying, oh, I can't do it, we haven't got time to fit it in. Always work away. It's down to us. We're, we're, I said, we're creating our own lives as we go through life. And if we're not taking care of our brains and our bodies, then down the road we're going to have problems. So it's what we do now that affects us down the road. So if we can give ourselves those uh, seven, eight hours sleep at night, that gives our brains a chance, it gives our whole body a chance, it gives us all a chance. That's my little thought today on Health Monday. Have a good day today, wherever you are. If you've got any questions, drop some comments below. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Tuesday morning to you. It's not a bad, no, it's actually a nice day here in Swansea. A bit chilly, a bit windy, a bit chilly, a bit nice and sunny. So we're on a Tuesday, we're on a Wealth Tuesday, on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. 
And today we're going to do a bit of a read from, the, from my book, um, Your Four Keys to a Healthy, Happy You. You're going to have to learn how to reverse this round, because I know this films it backwards, so I'll learn how to do that one day. That's technology, I'm not that keen on technology. Um, so yeah, a little reading from the Creating Wealth part on Your Four Keys to a Healthy, Happy You. Now we get to the fun part, which is creating wealth for our futures. Once again, there is good news and bad news. The good news is that we can actually create any wealth we want in our futures. We are in control of our lives and the decisions we make will determine the types of future we have. Also, if we develop better habits and improve ourselves, learning new things, then implementing them into our lives every day, there will be no limit to what we can achieve. The bad news is that this will take time, commitment, perseverance and struggle, as nothing will just fall into our laps. It's how we grow by solving different problems and challenges we face that makes us a better person. We actually grow into the person we need to become before we can have the financial rewards. What we have learned up to this date has given us our current salaries and lifestyle. So if we want to improve these, we are going to have to learn new skills and techniques. Some will be easy to learn, while others will take some more study and practice. If we allow ourselves five years to learn all these skills, which will enable us to create our dream future, that's a pretty good time frame. A bit like an apprenticeship. However, this isn't a trade we'll be learning. These will be full life skills, which will develop us into the best version of ourselves. Once we master them, they will allow us to cope with anything life throws at us, always moving forward and improving. Time will pass by anyway. We'd rather be creating a future we want, living where we want to live, having holidays when and where we want, and taking whoever we please with us, being able to provide for our families or charities without any financial worries, or we can carry on with the alternative of working 40 years mm -hmm. in our current jobs, with no job security and ending up on a state pension, if that's still around when we get to retirement age and not knowing what the future will hold for us. That's just a little bit from the creating wealth. And the one part I did, did like, oh, it was with my book, I reread it occasionally, go back to it again. And it's what we have learned up to this date has given us our current salaries and lifestyles. So if we want to improve these, we're going to have to learn new skills and techniques. That is so important. That just hit, hit me home again. So I'm actually currently going through a new course at the moment. I'm doing, it's called the Product Launch Formula, Jeff Walker. And it's a, a nine-week intensive course, and I'm, I'm training or learning, actually, how to set up different courses, different systems, and there's so much stuff I'm trying to learn. And that's not my natural ability, so I'm trying to sort of set up websites, set up email campaigns, and there's so much stuff I'm trying to learn and develop. But that will enable me to be able to provide a much bigger, better business in the future. So what I'm learning today is going to affect me in the future, because it's going to help me in my future, future life, future finances, and future wealth. So if I just stopped what I'm doing, if I'm, I've been a carpenter and joiner for 30 odd years, and, no, 30 odd years, well, 35 years, long time, oh, scary. So I've been that full, and if I just stayed as a carpenter doing what I'm doing, I can't raise my, my wealth factor or wealth ceiling at all, because I'm currently earning all I can earn by doing what I'm doing. So if by learning new systems, new techniques, something online, something totally different, that could enhance me, that could be that extra stream of income coming in to help create wealth in the future. It's going to take me time to learn these systems, learn these processes, and it's the same for everyone. If you want something different in the future, you have to do something now to actually start that system, to create it, so then in the future you can have it. It's the same with your wealth, with your relationships, with every part of your life. It's what you're doing today, the things you start today, gives you the results in the future. You don't do something today and get results tomorrow. It takes you time. It takes, can take years to develop something properly, long-term, anything worth developing properly for long-term is worth doing slowly so you know you're building it correctly. Same with your wealth. So if you're going to learn some systems and techniques that will help you in the future, 
it's going to take time. It's going to take commitment. It's going to take you know, getting your brain going again and thinking, right, yeah, I've got to relearn things, re-develop re stuff. Because so often we literally, we go to school, we learn what we're going to learn at school. We don't have to learn the jobs we're doing. And that's where our learning stops. We can do our job and we just stay in that job and we don't develop ourselves or try to improve ourselves at all, especially on the learning process for anything we want to develop on our wealth. And it's not until we actually improve our mindset, our knowledge base, that we can improve. Because you improve your knowledge base, then your salary comes up. Then you can improve your knowledge base again, and your salary comes up again. Don't get an, don't get an increase, don't get a, a pay rise. And then, oh yeah, now I can do the course and earn it, and I get a pay rise. Unfortunately, you have to improve yourself first, and then your money will go up. But there's, a, there's always a lag. There's a lag between what you're earning, what you're learning, and what you're developing. So it's always one step at a time. You have to improve ourselves first to increase our, increase our wealth and things we want down the, down the future. So yeah, so it's a it's a good good it's a good thing to, to realize we are in control of our lives. We develop the wealth. Our current mindset, our current knowledge base has got us our lifestyles, our salary we have today. So if you want them to be any better in the future to improve, it's up to us to improve our mindset, improve our knowledge base, improve our skill set, and then we can improve our wealth base down the road. That's my little thought today on Wealth Tuesday. Have yourself a good day today. Keep warm, it's a bit chilly here, and have a good one. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday morning to you. Nice day here in Swansea again. Today we're on a Wednesday. So we're on a relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I just said on the radio this morning, it's actually World Kindness Day today. So the thought today is, can we do an, a ra an act of random kindness today? We see so much negative on the news. You turn on any newspaper, any turn on newspaper, turn on any television news or read a newspaper or the radio. It's always negative news. We're always receiving negative news all the time. Job losses, bad weather, deaths, murders, people being arrested for this and that. They very random, very <laughs> rarely report on all the good that's happening. There is so much more, I've said before. 90% of people are, are caring. They want to do what's best for their family. They want to get on well with the world. And they're just good people. There's only a very small 10% which are the, are the bad ones. But they're never reported on. So today is World Kindness Day. So the thought today is, can we just do an act of random kindness for a stranger just for today, just to make it a better place? It could be something simple like just letting the car in front of you out or just giving up your parking space for somebody. Perhaps you see somebody working in the cold, so you just buy them a hot drink. Or you see someone working in the hot weather, so you buy them a cold drink. It's just little things we could do, just a, a, an act of random kindness. It can make such a difference. Just just to enlighten someone else's day, they could be having a bad day, so that just gives them something nice. And it, and it just makes us feel better as well. When you when you help someone else, you get a, full, a feeling of fulfillment in yourself. It's not a charitable thing. It's just a, a nice feeling when you help someone just to, just to help them, just to help them out. Just to, yeah, it could be something simple. It could just be a smile. You could be walking down the road, and you just smile at someone as you're walking by. And that, they could be having a really crap day, feeling really down, and that could just perk them up. And that could just do it. It's those little... Those tiny little things, those little acts of random kindness can make such a difference. And as today is, is World Kindness Day, today would be a good day just to go out there and just... It doesn't have to be said, the thing major doesn't have to be. It could be giving someone, if you've got some money, it could be giving someone a, a tip. If you have a nice service in a restaurant, you give them a nice extra bit of a tip. It could be something that way. It could be, say, you're in the McDonald's queue and you just say, I'll pay for the car behind me and you pay for their coffee or their burger, whatever it is tomorrow. But it's not too much if you can afford it. It's fine. It's just the little things. It doesn't have to be monetary value. It could be a little thing. Just give to someone. So it's heard the radio. This one, another lady. She's went to Tesco's, bought some flowers, and then she just as she was walking out, there was another lady there, and she just gave her the flowers. Look, the receipts now. I've stolen them. Have some flowers. Have a good day. Just and there's those little things. You think, wow, 
we, we are human, we are nice people. <laughs> we are good out there. We report a lot of the negative and we think, my God, the world is heading down the toilet. But it's not. We are doing well. It's just the news reports the bad. But we are basically very nice, happy people. So let's just try and share a bit of happiness today on World Kindness Day. Have yourself a good day today. Enjoy whatever you're doing and spread a bit of kindness. The act of random kindness. <laughs> Have a good one today. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Thursday morning to you. Not such a nice one today. We have a bit of rain and cold around and actually some snow here in Swansea. See, look, Swansea Valley has put some heavy snow, so winter's on its way. So we're on, no, we're not, not on Monday at all. We're on Thursday. We're on Thursday, which is a mindset Thursday on your four keys to be healthier, happier you. And we have basically two questions in life. And going back to Jim Rowens, who's a great personal trainer, personal developer, he died back in 2009. He left such a legacy of information and training, it's an amazing book. And he basically said there's, there's two more sort of core areas. We either a few simple errors repeated every day, or a few simple disciplines practiced every day. And when you break that down, that is so important to our entire lives, because if you think about it, a few errors in judgment repeated every day, it's what we're doing every day. It's our habits on a regular basis. We could be coming home and eating eat some sweets, eating some chocolate, watching TV. And it's just those few errors in judgment. It means down the road, you may be having health problems, health issues. It could be leading to Alzheimer's, cancers, could be heart disease, because we're not doing the simple disciplines. Well, the simple disciplines could be going for a walk, eating some veg, drinking some more water, getting some better sleep. So it's the difference between a few errors in judgment. Sometimes we don't even know what we're doing is they all say you don't know what you don't know and unless you start to look into things then you start to realize the few errors in judgment we're doing right now could cause us to have problems later on and it's all down to our mindset it's what we think we should be doing because quite often we'll get up and we think oh i'm going to do this going to do that and then oh that's a bit wet a bit windy i can't be bothered today or oh i'm feeling tired i'm not going to do it or i mean we, we log um, logically talk ourselves out of something we were going to do if we think we're going to try and do this going to get this sorted out going to get this done and then sometimes when it comes to doing it, it's a little bit later, and we go, oh, no, I can't be bothered. And that's that few errors in judgment. And it's those, if we keep repeating those day on day on day, it's okay to do them occasionally. Sometimes it's wet and it's dark and you don't want to do it, and that's fine, don't do whatever, you, whatever you've got to do. But then if you do that the following day, and then the following day, and then the following day, that's the repeated, repeated errors of judgment. See, repeated every day, the few errors. So it's okay to do it once or twice, but once you do it continually, and you're heading down a, a very negative path. Well, you think, right, yeah, no, there's some disciplines. I need to do a walk. So I'm going to go out and do this walk. So you go and do a walk. And that's just the one thing. As I said before, success on any area of our life is done on one day at a time, one simple thing. We've done one day. And that's that's the start of success. And that's how you just move yourself forward. Whether it is in your health, your wealth, or your relationships, it's all down to your mindset, what you decide. So if you decide a simple discipline every day, right, I'm going to eat some bit of fruit today. So that's fine, you should have a bit of fruit. It could be a banana, it could be an apple, it could be an almond, whatever you want. It's a bit of fruit. Then perhaps you're going to have some, some veg for tea. So you're like, right, have some veg for tea. Then have a glass of water. It's those little things there. So you're just combining it. It's then right, tonight, then we're going to watch the binge watch some, I don't know, Game of Thrones for 10 hours and then try and go to sleep and wake up knackered. I'm going to actually go to bed earlier. I'm going to try and get some extra half hours sleep. So you just turn off your phone, perhaps you read a book, you go to bed a bit earlier. It's a discipline. We need to discipline ourselves. It's all down to self. Self-responsibility, we have to discipline ourselves. Unless we're not going to... The way we head down the road is down to the disciplines we have today. As I said before, a few simple disciplines practiced every day can lead to a whole new path as opposed to a few errors in judgment repeated every day 
going to get much more negative back. So there's two choices we have. We literally do make them every single day. Because every day we set, set up with new challenges, new problems, new things to get over. And we, we don't always, we always think, right, I'm going to do this tomorrow, I'm going to do this tomorrow. We're feeling, the one day we may be feeling really good. And we get up the following morning and we're feeling a bit tired, a bit lethargic, perhaps we've got a headache, we're not feeling so good. And all those thoughts from the day before are out the window. And we just, oh, no, I'll do it tomorrow. And it can knock on and knock on and knock on. So it's, it's actually controlling our own mindset to think, okay, yeah, I can sort of sometimes stop and rest. But then I'm going to get back on and start again. And that's, what, that's how you get through life. You literally start something, you, you goes wrong, you fail it, and then you start again, you sort it out again. And then perhaps it fails on something else, and you start it and it sorts out again. And that's how life goes. It's like this. You don't get into life to say something, and you have a nice clear path straight up to where you want to get. Unfortunately, it would be lovely if that happened, but that never, ever happens. We start something, it usually goes wrong, we have problems. Then we start again, something else goes wrong, we have problems, start again. And what it is, you're slightly going up. Each time there's this slight sort of curve, but you are slightly going up and improving your life. So... Down the road, you're up here somewhere, as opposed to being down here somewhere, if you just covered on these errors in judgments, because the errors in judgment will just take you down and down and down. So it does take the simple disciplines, and it's just, as we said before, it's simple disciplines, it's just the little things. You don't have to do massive things in one go. It's like, I'm going to run and train a marathon now, and just do it all in one go. It's going for a walk. It's that little walk. It's, it's even walking around the house, you don't have to be outside. It's better if it's outside, because you're getting the fresh air in your lungs, getting more oxygen in. So if it's in this way, we say head towards winter now. So someone's just walking around the house, getting up, walking around, having a glass of water, eating a bit of fruit, a bit of edge. It's the simple, simple disciplines. And that makes such a huge difference for our health down the road. And it's the same with the relationships. Whether we want to commit to someone, just, just ask them how they're doing. Communicate with them. Build relationships. That's such an important part. Communication, as you said before. Loneliness is one of the biggest killers when they get older. And Alzheimer's is actually medically the biggest killer at the moment in the UK. But loneliness is another one, and, and that's how a lot of people go through loneliness. It's just reaching out, building social connections, building relationships. That's another step. Again, said through your, through your wealth, then it's developing a business you want to develop, a, a second stream of income. It's all these things we can do, but it's just doing little bits every day in these core areas. It makes us have a whole new life down the road, and that makes such a big difference. So the question today is, do we repeat errors and judgments repeated every day, or a few simple disciplines practiced every day? It's down to us. It's our choice. So it's what we ever do. And the decisions we make decisions <laughs> decisions we make today have a massive effect down the road. There's literally two different areas we ended to. Disciplines will take us up here, the errors in judgment will take us down here. And I think you'll probably want to be up here. Happy days. Right, have a good day today, wherever you are. Good invited this we'll drop some coins below. Have a good one. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Monday morning. Another weekend has flown by. Here we are. So frosty one here in Swansea. A frosty Monday morning. But we're on a health Monday on your four keys to a healthier, happy you. And the question today was, how can you help your mental health? Which is such a vital, important one nowadays. And we, we actually, we, we all have our own sort of belief system, which we've carried to us since we were kids. We've had our mental, our mental health, if you like, a mental sort of pattern we've had. Since we've grown up, our belief system comes from our parents. And our grandparents actually goes back generations through DNA switches that comes through. We're not going into that today. But yes, yeah, so our belief system is what actually controls that. What we think about things it goes back to us when we were growing up. And we've carried on these belief, belief systems all our lives. So when we're thinking about things perhaps aren't going right or things aren't going quite the way we thought in our life, we're always referring back to the same pattern because we haven't changed our belief system from what we were growing up. So if you have sort of quite a negative growing up experience growing up, we're going to carry on with a negative mindset. And we are living in a negative world, so we do have a lot of sort of challenges to actually change our mental health for the better. 
Because I said before, all the newspapers, all the TV, everything is very negative when you get. And all that negativity is going into our minds, into our brains, and into our subconscious. And that's what our brain refers back to all the time. If it's trying to make a decision on anything, it refers back to the subconscious past memory to decide what it's going to do for the future. And if most of that, that is negative, then you're not going to do anything positive with it, because all you've got is negative emotions and negative memories to try and work on. So we need to try and change our mental health by putting positive memories in there. And the only way we can put positive memories in there is by us deciding to start putting positive things going into our mind. The only way you can really do that is to actually start reading positive books, as I said before. Uh, personal development books are amazing. They just read them, just a little 15-minute read a day. Get some positive going in there. Or an audio, if you can listen to an audio, perhaps a podcast or a favorite like radio show, there's a, a positive radio show. Something that's actually going in there, giving you some positive mental feedback into your mind. Because that's, you, that's how you develop your beliefs long term. It's on a small daily basis, put a little positive input into our mind. That's what gets stored for, for long term memories. So I said before, if you're, if you're reading a good book, that'll just help so much. That'll get you going that way. And just then to, to actually think about, right, what are my current thought patterns like? Stop and actually write down what your thought patterns are, what your belief systems are. And you can... Quite often, you can see, you, you quite often start off with a negative one. You can see your, sort of like most of your belief systems can be quite negative because that's what we've experienced we've had. We need to then try and transfer it onto the positive ones. What positive ones? If you write down the negative feelings you are having at the moment, by the side of that, then write down the, 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 the opposite, if you like, positive things. So if you're saying I'm feeling rough and feeling ill, well, in the week, I'll start to feel better. I can start to get healthy again. If I'm fat, I've got no money, the money's going down, it's all going away. What can I do to start to develop an extra income? What can I do to actually perhaps save some money? What can I do to develop something for the future? So you need to actually list out the negative things you're having on one side, but then put the positive ones on the other side to counterbalance them. Because once you start to get onto the negative side, you focus on that negative side, and it just sends you down a worse path. If you then transfer your mindset to a positive one, say, right, they've got this negative situation here. What can I do myself to actually change that round? Just a small little step I can do today, change that negative to a positive. And then enhance it. Then think, right, then, what, so this week I can do perhaps that, that one positive step. What can I do next week to increase that slightly, just slightly? I said before, it's like with your health, your physical health, your mental health is just as important. It's starting off, mind, make, um, little steps to start off with, which you develop over time for bigger steps to get you a much more positive attitude and increase your mental health. And once your mental health is better, the whole life improves. Because, yeah, I said before and so many times, we're a mind with a body, not a body with a mind. So we get our mind right. Can get our body right, can get our whole life right, but it all starts up in here, in that, in that little success between our ears. And that's what we need to get right, get the mental health working right first of all. And it's only by what we're putting in, we decide ourselves, so self-responsibility, self-education is vital in this day and age, and it's down to us to try and combat all the negativity that's around there. There is negative everywhere, you can't deny it, it's just negative everywhere. But unless we start to choose to actually get some positive in there, we're just permanently feeding this negative feed into our minds all the time, so our mind can only work with what we give it. It's like the food we eat. The bodies can only work off the food we eat. If it's something we put in our mouth is what our body's going to create into the cells and everything else. So if we're putting rubbish in our mouth, we're going to have an unhealthy body. Same with our minds. If we're putting rubbish in our minds, we're going to have an unhealthy mind. So increase our mental mindset to put positive in there, read some good books, and even start yourself like a new course or in something totally new, something fresh to get your mind working on. So if you start to develop a new course, not develop a new course, start to take a new course or start a new hobby or anything new, something creative, gets your mind flowing, gets the juices going, and that helps so many different areas of our life. Gets the brain switched on again, and it gets us out of that negative mindset to positive. That's my little thought today on Health Monday. Have a good day.
thought today, have a good feeling today, and keep warm today. Have a good one. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Tuesday morning to you. Not a bad morning in Swansea today, a bit chilly, but not too bad. We're on a Tuesday, so we're on a wealth Tuesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And the not question, more of a statement today is the more knowledge, the more wealth. And you think, well, what's he going to make today then? So, yeah, that is basically our, our current mindset, our current knowledge we have has got us exactly where we are today. Our knowledge and our habits create our life. So what we've been doing the last 12 months, two years, six months, what we've been doing, the knowledge base we have and the habits we have have got us exactly where we are today. We can't sort of blame anybody else for where we are. We've got us where we are. As I said before so many times, self-education and just being self-responsible starts us off on the right path to any area of our life. Once we start to push away all that sort of circumstances, think, right, no, I have got me where I am. Circumstances have happened to me, but it's me that's got me where I am. I can't blame anybody else. It's down to me. That's where you start off to get control of your life. That's when you start to get things sorted out. So you think, right, hang on then. I realize it's me that's got me where I am. And it's only me that can move me forward and change it. So in our knowledge base and our habits have got us exactly where we are today. So our past life has got us where we are today. There's nothing magical about it. It's just a creation of different habits you've done. You've spent some money. You've saved some money. You've earned some money. And that's got us where we are today. That's just how life goes. So in the future, if, you, if we're happy with what we've got, if you're thinking, right, well, yeah, no, things are going nice, sticking over well, everyone's having good, then just do what you're doing because your, as I said before, your knowledge, your habits have got you where you are. So if you're in a happy place, you'll got things sorted out, just continue doing what you're currently doing and your future will stay the same because you just carry on through, your habits create what you've got. And if, you're, if you're where you want to be, then you just carry on doing what you're doing and you're going to carry on. You're, it's the old saying, was it Einstein saying that um, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is a sign of insanity because if you do the same thing over and over again you're going to get the same results so if you're happy where you are and you're doing the same thing just keep going you have the same thing if you want to create more wealth in the future because this is wealth tuesday if you want to create more wealth in the future you're going to have to change your habits and change your wealth and change your knowledge we don't get paid these days on our knowledge strength not on our muscle strength going back in the agricultural age and industrial revolution that came along we were paid on muscle power then. It was a, a power-intensive, labor-intensive workforce. So they're literally paid for what you could shift, what you could move, what you could do that way. It was muscle power. Nowadays, it's all mental power. That's what we're paid for. So we're paid for our knowledge base, what we can actually do. So when you go get a job, they sort of do your interview, see what you like, see what your personality is like, see what you like as a person, and then they can train you up to do the job they want you to do. That's through your mental power. It's not doing the physical lifting anymore. It's doing your mental power, and that's what you're paid on nowadays. So if you want to increase wealth in the future, Going to have to increase your mental power, increase your knowledge. And there's a great saying, the more you learn, the more you earn. And that is so true. But it's down to us to actually put the knowledge in. No one else is going to come along. When we're at school, we're sent to school and we have to sit there and learn what they tell us to learn. Well, sometimes we don't, but we're supposed to. And then you increase your knowledge and then you do your exam and then you can hopefully get a job. But once you get your job, you just often carry on with that. Well, unless you want to change something in your future, you can have to become self-responsible and actually educate ourselves and learn the knowledge we want. So if we want to get that promotion at work, we're going to have to do some courses at work to get the knowledge base so we can get the promotion and then we'll get more money. It's the same with every area of our life. Anything we want to improve, we need to educate ourselves. Then we can move forward, get the more knowledge, and then we move up, move up the fine. So that's just how you work it. And that's just how the system works. So it's, it's getting self-education in there, realizing we can educate ourselves. With the internet, with all the information that's out there now, we can educate ourselves 
trying to sort of do the basic things first of all you go onto youtube and you can just get some stuff you can get the books you want and then once you actually start to get into the an area you want to learn more about that's when you then start to buy courses and start to actually invest in yourself because until you start to invest in yourself with actual real money that's when you really start to make the learning process work because we can get all the free stuff which we can take in but you don't get the the, the full full force if you like of any course or anything that's free it's not until you start to invest in yourself that's when you start to take attention. You're right, yeah, I'm paying money for this course. I'm now going to learn it. I'm going to implement it into my life and then change my life in the future. And that's what makes a huge difference. So many people try and do things for free, which sometimes that's the only option you've got to start off with, which gives you a good base to start from. But then you have to invest in yourself, and that's when you start to get the growth pattern kicking in. You start to get the more... Because usually the, the best education you have to pay for, the, the free stuff people often give you, it gets you like interested in things, gives you the basic basic level to start from. And until you start to invest in yourself, that's when you start to get the more in-depth course training that can sort of help you move yourself forward that way. So it's, yes, my thought today is knowledge. Does knowledge equal wealth? It does on every area. It's all up there. It's always been in that mindset, creates so much of our lives. We don't sometimes realize. And it's just the more knowledge you can give yourself, the more chance you've got to increase your wealth, increase your earnings in the future. And then it just moves on step by step that way. And it says it's a, it's a whole learning curve. As I said before, I'm doing a course at the moment. And I'm just going through a massive learning curve, which I'm just trying to take it all in. But it's, it's good to know that in the future, you're doing stuff today, give yourself a better future. As I said, unless we do the, if you do the same thing, we'll have the same thing in the future. We slightly change a slight angle here, so a slight, slight angle degree changing, that can make a massive difference in the future where you end up. So there you are. So have a good self. To, have a good self. Have yourself a good day today. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday morning to you. Here we are again, hump day as they call it, halfway through the weekend. It's a flying by. We're on a Wednesday, so we're on Relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I was just listening to Heart Radio, so local, well, not local, it's a national radio station here in the UK. And they're doing something which is quite good, I thought I'd better share with you. It's called Yes Vember instead of November. So once a week, they, they have a, a like an open poll where the people come in tell them things they have to do, and then they have to do spin a wheel, and they choose this one thing which they have to go and do. So I thought, well, that's a good, that's a good challenge for each of us to think about, right, if we make yes, no, if we make November, our yes vember. So that means if someone asks us something, our normal reaction, our basic reaction to most things is no, it's just the way we negatively say If someone says, asks us to do something, it's usually all no, and then sometimes they can talk us into it, and sometimes they can't, but yeah. So uh, for, for November, or for yes vember, it's just an idea to try and change our answer to yes. The first answer is yes. So for the first, every week, just, just perhaps once or twice a week, if anyone asks you any question, your first answer is yes. And just see where it leads. It's quite an interesting concept uh, to suddenly open up your to, uh, your life, really, to so many different experiences. Just Maybe just going for a coffee or just helping someone do something or you never know where people ask you to do little things. Maybe someone helps change your tire. It could, who knows where it could lead? You may not even get anybody asking you a yes, so then you'll be able to have a normal month. But if someone does ask you for a thing, just say yes and see where it goes. There's a great, uh, Richard Branson was, was famously for once saying, the answer is yes, now what is the question? And that's a brilliant mindset to have, because you are opening your life up to so many um, situations, so many experiences. You experience much more by saying yes. You just go out there and you see things, you develop things, you learn things. And that's, that's much more, have a more positive mindset is to be open to things. So making a yes member is a, it's a very good idea. I haven't heard it before, so well, that's a good one. I'll share it. And also as well, someone actually more important than Richard Branson is my mum. And she used to always say to me, if someone asks you to go out anywhere on a trip or a visit, 
always say yes because you never know when they're going to stop asking you. And that's so true because uh, you keep saying no, no, no to everything. Someone asks you to go for a coffee or go out for a meal or go for a shopping or go for a walk. They're going to stop asking you because people don't like rejection. So if you someone's asked you a couple of times to go somewhere and you just said no, 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 they're not going to ask you anymore. So you've basically just lost a, a chance to experience things and do things. So uh, so yes, my, my dear, I'm a very good, very good saying. And it was, yeah, it was, yes. If someone asks you a question, always say yes to go anywhere because you never know when they will stop asking you. And all of a sudden, you're sort of left thinking, oh, I fancy doing that now, but it's too late. The, the opportunity may be gone. So, yeah, so always try and say yes. So, uh, let's try and make November a good yes-vember and have a good month out of it. It's just, it's, it's like the, the turning period to a heading towards winter now. The old weather's changing. I get the old thermals on and me, winter, winter clothes on, ready for the winter. It's, it's heading this way when it's a bit cold last week. So, yes, it was all good. So, just, yes, changing our mindset a little bit just for a yes November instead of a November for our relationships and for all areas of our lives. So, have a, have a good month. So that's my little thought today on yes member. Try and just answer yes as a first answer to any question, and then just see where it leads. Who knows? All right, mate, mate, you're right. Right, that's enough. For have, a, have a good day today, wherever you are. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Thursday to you once again. The week itself for Lion Bite. We're on a Thursday, so we're on a mindset Thursday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And the question today is, where do we get our energy from? How can we get more energy? And that's quite a, an important question. You sometimes see people just have like bundles of energy. They seem to be like just non unstoppable and just keep going all day long, all night long. They seem to be, yeah, this amazing bundle of energy. But other people just like struggle to keep their eyes open all day. And you think, well, how do they get this? Where's this energy all coming from? Well, yeah, our, our, our bodies and our minds, basically, we need sleep, first of all. We need to get a good eight hours sleep at night. To give our body time to rest, to give our brains time to rest, recuperate, clear out all the plaque I said before. So that's the first step. Next step is, is the food we eat. Our food affects our bodies immense amount, just everything. Whatever we put in is what our body is using to create the energy in the whole cells and every part of our body. So whatever we put into our mouths, our body can only use that ingredient to actually create the body we have. So if we're giving it good ingredients, Good veg, good fruit, water, usual things. That's going to help our body as well to create things. So then, how how the, the um how we get that energy? We are like a little battery source. Our, our we are like a, we're full of uh, electrons and protons. And how this actually works? The food we eat. Say we're eating we're fruit and fruit and veg. We know that the the plants we eat, the fruit and veg we eat, they get their power from the sun. The sun shines down on them, causes photosynthesis, which causes the glucose, which causes the energy. Then we eat this fruit and this veg, which then means we have the glucose into our body. And the glucose is what our cells use to actually produce energy for ourselves. So obviously, the more fruit, the more veg we're eating, the more glucose we're getting. But this needs to be a balanced glucose. Because obviously, if we have too much sugar and too much sweets that way, that's, that's processed sugars. That's not good for you. It's unprocessed sugars, which is the natural glucose. We can see the, 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 the way our bodies can actually produce energy to help it. But actually, energy itself is a spiritual thing. It's a mental thing. It's in our minds. We don't have somewhere... Like where energy is stored up, like in the lung or in a heart. That's not where energy is stored. Energy is stored through our minds, through our brains. We actually release the energy through our body, through the endorphins we release. And that's what makes us feel better, makes us feel more alive. It's through the energy, the energy and the endorphins being released through our minds. So if you think of like a, a teenager, a lot of teenagers, they spend a lot of time in bed, sort of sleeping and resting. They do it just for hours and hours in bed, all day long in bed. But if you give them like a computer game or something they get interested in, 
all of a sudden their minds are right, they're engaged in that computer game, and they can play that game all day long, all night long, and they're still buzzing, because their mind is engaged, it's released the endorphins, and they're engaged, and they've, they've got something they really enjoy, really interested in, got a passion about, and they can play that game, as I said before, my son's played, done all night, he's literally all night long playing this, playing the game, the old Xbox. So that's something, that's, that's, that's where the energy is stored, it's, it's there, he hasn't suddenly eaten something different, or, or done something different, it's just through the mind, just through getting the mind engaged in something you enjoy. And we can all have that same power to release the energy, it's finding something we enjoy, something we want to learn about, something we're engaged with, something we're excited about. If you imagine when you sort of going on a holiday, all of a sudden perhaps you couldn't sleep because you were excited about going on a holiday, you got a plan for a holiday, so you're planning all, then your mind kicked into gear. If you're having a nice weekend away somewhere, similar thing again, you've got a mind going, release the endorphins and you're off again so anything we get excited about, something we enjoy we're going to do that's how we release the energy to do it so it's finding something in our everyday life something we want to achieve something we want to do learn about it delve into it find about it and then you can get start to get the energy and you start to feel more alive because once you once you realize there's things there's literally anything you can achieve you want to achieve in your life through our through our mindset and once you find something you want to do something you find your core belief something you really want to get engrossed in it gives you the energy that you don't want to see. You want to sort of study. You want to learn about it. You want to develop it. It's like that. I started doing the course at the moment on on setting up your website and everything else. I mean, it's all that's such a huge learning curve for me. I mean, I'm setting all this. It's about halfway through the page, and I've got to sort of delete it and add it, change it, and do stuff to it. But it's a, it's a learning curve there. But so, so I'm releasing my my book, Your Four Keys to a Healthy Have You. Uh, I'll probably release that next week, maybe the week after. I'm just getting things sorted out now. So I was trying to get the website done first of all. And then put it on Amazon and do stuff that way. But it's, it's again, I'm up in the evenings trying to get things going. Because it's something I'm enjoying, something I'm trying to learn about, I'm more, I feel more alive, more energetic. And you, if you find something for yourself, you'll find something you actually want to get engaged with, something you want to enjoy doing. And then you will feel more alive. And especially, say, if you're sort of driving and you start to feel sleepy, if you start to think about that thing you want to do, so you want to achieve, that brings you energy. You release the energy again. That wakes you up again. You, oh, yeah, you get your brain. So our mind is... I've said it so many times before, we're a mind with a body, not a body with a mind. So our mind is everything. And if we get that working for us, decide something we want to achieve, learn it, study it. We can release the energy in our minds to actually help our bodies to feel more alive. And you feel you feel so much better. There's nothing quite like feeling alive. I can't explain it, really. It's just a wonderful feeling to know that you're planning your own life, you're developing your own life, and you have the control to do it. And it's just, yes, it's through releasing that feeling, finding that core passion, something you want to do. And they say, oh, find your passion, which is a hard thing to do, because sometimes you haven't got a clue. You've just gone through life doing what you usually do, doing the job, doing the kids, doing the family. You haven't stopped to think about what I would like myself to do. And that's what that's where you get your core passions from, is when you find something that you personally want to actually do. Then you start to study it. Then you start to develop it. Then you start to implement it in your life. And that's when you start to see big results in the future. You can start to see your life on a different path. So it's just, yes, as I've said before so many times, it's all down to what's up in here, and that does control a whole area of our lives. So that's, um, that's my little thought for today. That's next, you right. So have yourself a good day wherever you are. Find something you enjoy doing. Look into it, and then you'll start to release. And once you start to get to say interest in something, once you delve into it deeper, you want to develop into it because you're in something you enjoy doing. You never really get the benefit of something you don't enjoy. If you're just doing something, say, for money or just doing it because you have to do it, you're not engaging your brain properly because you haven't got the in-depth knowledge. You're not looking for it to find stuff. Hi, Stacey, right? So, yes, it's always getting your brain engaged. Find something you enjoy doing. Really do deep research into it. And then you'll find you'll get more interest in it. And then you start to release the endorphins. Start to release your, your mind to it. You start to get excited about what's going to happen in your future for yourself. Then it's just a whole new level of whole new level of game. <laughs> so, have yourself a good day today, wherever you are. Keep warm and enjoy yourself.
Happy Thursday. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Friday morning to you. An extra different one here on a Friday. Hope you're having a good day today. So Friday, another week's flown by. But on a Friday, and what it is today, I am actually launching my new book, Your Four Keys to a Healthier... No, it's not. This is my new book. <laughs> here we go again. It's Mastering Your Mindset. This was my original book, Your Four Keys to a Healthier, Happier You. But I'm actually releasing my new book. <laughs> Mastering Your Mindset. And I'm actually releasing this uh, next week, which is uh, the 29th of November. But I'm actually after a favour today. So after, what I'm after, actually, what I need is some book reviews. Because once you release a book, you need to have some book reviews to help generate more interest. So I'm actually after 20 people who would be interested in reviewing the book for me. What I'll do, I'll actually send you a free digital copy of the book. You can have a read through it over the weekend. It's a short, short, powerful read. And then you give me a book review, you can have the book for free, happy days. And I'll just go through what's actually inside the book. So you know it's called Master Your Mindset. There's like eight chapters in there. And I'll, go through the, I'll quickly run through what you actually get inside your book, what you'll, what you'll learn. First one's evolution, is where we've all come from and how we've evolved and where we're actually evolving to. Two is how your DNA has actually made you who you are with your unique DNA switches. Three is where your beliefs have come from and how they've actually... They're not actually your beliefs, they're someone else's beliefs, but you've actually just inherited them. Four is how your conscious and subconscious mind works and how you make all your decisions through this. Five is how to control that little voice inside of you that always says, I can't do this, I can't do that. That's how to get control of that little voice. Six is your vision and where you want to plan your future to be, so how you can actually picture your future life and how you'd like that to be. Seven is the power of a mentor and how they'll enable you to get anything you want. And eight is... Oh, sorry. Eight is that one thing that helps you to master everything. So that's all the chapters inside this book. So as I said, if you could just drop a comment below, yes, please, I'll get in contact with you, and I'll send you a free digital version of this. And then if you could have a read through it over the weekend and give me a review, and then there's more things that will follow on after that. So that would be a big help today. Uh, so my name is Richard Eckley, and I said my book is being launched on November the 29th. So I'm just looking for some book reviewers, people who like to have a little read, a bit of personal development. And as I said, you drop me a comment below. Yes, please. I'll reach out to you, and I can email off the um, free copy, free digital version of that book. And then you can write me a, a review, show every short, short review of the weekend. That would be amazing. Okay, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Monday morning to you. Not the best of Mondays here in Swansea. It's a little bit wet, a little bit damp, but it's a Monday, so here we go for another week. We're on a Monday, so on a Health Monday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And the question today was, how do we protect ourselves from the big three? Think, well, what's this then? So obviously the big three diseases and problems we have nowadays are your heart disease, your cancers, and Alzheimer's. They are the leading causes of death in nearly all Western worlds at the moment. And unfortunately, Alzheimer's in the UK especially, that is the leading cause of death in the UK is Alzheimer's. And things have changed a lot, and it's we need to change our, our mindset to how, we, how things work and how we are health-wise. Going back 100 years ago, our main sort of causes of death were like rubella, tetanus, smallpox, these sort of diseases. And what happened was you, were, you had sort of waited until you got the disease. When you got the disease, you then saw your doctor or physician, and they then helped treat you for it, and then fingers crossed you got cured and you were well again. So you actually, actually waited until you had this disease. 
But in this day and age now, these these are what they call the silent killers, because your heart diseases, your cancers, your Alzheimer's, these develop over years. It's a very slow process. You don't actually get the symptoms of feeling ill or feeling bad until quite often, quite late in the stage of the disease. And then when it starts to come out, that's when you start to realize, oh, hang on, I've got, I've got a major disease here. And it's, sometimes it can be even too late to actually do anything about it because we don't actually feel this disease. So we need to change our entire our mindset to prevention instead of cure. So this is the last said for the previous previous hundred years it was wait until you had a symptom wait until you had a disease then get the cure for it and then hopefully you went on whereas at this day and age we've actually changed our total mindset to right prevention is so much better than cure what can we do to make sure we don't get these diseases as i said before a lot of these diseases your heart diseases your cancers your alzheimer's 90 percent is down to our current lifestyles which are causing these diseases only 10 percent is down to the genetic disorder which means we'll get these diseases through our natural body, the way our DNA switches work. So if we can start to prevent these things happening in ourselves, we need to take action now, because as I said before, these develop over could be 10, 20, 30 a period. So while we're feeling okay in ourselves, we think there's nothing wrong, don't feel quite so good, they feel fine. This can go on for years, so this disease is developing inside of us. And then when we actually start to feel really ill or really not well, then go to the doctor, but often it's too late. So it's time to actually take prevention. And we can do, our, we can do things ourselves nowadays, just once we realize, we change our mindset to one of prevention instead of cure, that's a huge step in the first thing, realizing, okay, I have got to be self-disciplined. I need to look after myself. There's no good relying on a doctor, relying on an outside circumstance to help me. It's my responsibility. I am my own responsibility. So what can I do myself? So again, it's back to said before, the simple processes. Getting fruit and veg into your diet. We know that's good for us. And a lot of us, we don't eat enough fruit and veg in the slightest amount. So it's getting some back in our veg. Getting some water back in your system, flooding all the systems out, getting all the, the nutrients back in there and clear your system through. Getting your sleep, so it's getting a good eight hours sleep again, give your brain chance to clear these plaque, amyloid plaque away and get your mind going and cleaning properly. And again, exercise is again a huge one, just a bit of regular exercise. It could be a walk every day, a bit of a jog if you do a little jog. And these steps can make such a huge difference in your entire life. They can actually prevent these big three, your heart diseases, your Alzheimer's and your cancers from actually developing. And if they're slowly starting to develop inside, you're not realized that, these can actually knock them back and, and sort of get rid of them because you're actually giving your body the best chance it's got. So it's, it's, it's time to really change our whole mindset from one of just waiting to see what happens and then try and sort it out to prevention, to help and get things sorted. So we start to think about, yes, I am my own responsible. I am going to do this myself. And, and, to, help, and to help you with this, <laughs> This will answer my book, Mastering Your Mindset, is coming out on uh, Friday. So that just helps get your mind in the right way, thinking about how things happen, how we've evolved, how things have changed. And then you can start to take control of it. And then you say, once you get your mind in, in, in the right order, you can then get your body in the right order, and things can move forward on such a good good level, such a good playing field. It's such a different way of being. So that's my little thought today on Health Monday. Have yourself a good day today. Just do that little bit of exercise or eat a bit of fresh, a bit of fruit. Just do that little bit you can do today. It doesn't take much. As I said before, it's not a massive thing. It's those little disciplines we do, those little simple disciplines. Carry that every day. It makes such a huge difference as opposed to the average judgment. I would suggest that every day. So have a good one today. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Tuesday morning to you. It's a very damn wet, dark, grey one here in Swansea. But never mind, say.
I warm inside the cars. Happy days. We're on a Tuesday, so we're on a Wealth Tuesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And the question today was, how do you promote your product or service? If you've started your own business or you think, right, I want to develop something alongside. I've got my job. That's bringing me some money in. I want to develop my own business, develop my own side hustle or something you want to do on the side there. How do I actually sort of promote this? And how do I get people to know about it? But obviously, social media is the way nowadays. It's so much quicker. And the biggest thing with social media, it's free advertising. That's that's just a massive thing. Going back in the old days, you had to actually buy, um, say, radio show posts or buy TV ads or pay to go into the press. And you had to actually pay for advertising. Nowadays, we have social media. You can literally just advertise any product or service for free on your Facebook, your YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn. Any of the platforms, you can use any one of them, and they are all free. So that's one massive thing to do. And next thing to realize, is a great story years ago, was people, your product or service, people don't actually want your product or service, unfortunately. It's just sad news. But they want the end benefit. The great, way, great analogy for this is no one wants to buy a drill. No one on the planet wants a drill. But they want the hole the drill makes in the walls. So if they want to put a shelf up or put a picture up, they need the hole to put the shelf up or the picture up. And they can't make that hole without a drill. So the drill is the tool to make the hole, which is the thing they want. And they want to get that picture up or that shelf up so it feels that it looks nice and done. So their end benefit is the shelf or the picture, not the drill. So a lot of people, their product, this is my product, this is my service, this is, look at this, look at this, it's wonderful. But unless you want a hole, you're not going to want the drill. So that's the whole new way to look at things is think, oh, oh yeah, what's my product or service? What benefit is my customer going to get at the end of this? So it's not what's in your product or service, it's what that's going to provide for your customer. What's the benefits to your client or customer? What thing have you done? If it's a hobby festival, it's a flowers, you'll say your house looks beautiful, it'll smell wonderful. If it's perhaps it's cooking or some cakes, it'll taste wonderful. They'll look beautiful, they'll look amazing, they'll taste amazing. They may be very healthy, so you can eat these, not get fat, you can eat these and lose weight. There's so many different areas and things we can do for our business, but it's getting, it's realizing it's not the actual product that's the important part, which sounds ridiculous, but it's the end benefit to your client or client or customer. People don't buy logically. That's another huge thing I've learned going through different courses and things. We buy emotionally. So if, so if you make someone feel good about a product or service, they're emotionally going to buy it. They're not going to think like logically, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's why the Black Friday deals are just gone now. And People just buy it and say, oh, it's emotion. They say, oh, yes, discounted. A lot of times there's no hardly any discounts. Well, I've looked at them before. They sort of, a lot of, a lot of places, they up the prices for like a month or so before. Then they can say on the Black Friday, they dropped it down this 30%. They have up to about a month before, which no one, no one noticed that. And then on the Black Friday, it's actually about the same sort of price they're usually selling it at. But because the emotion, everyone's always oh, Black Friday, got to buy, got to buy, got to buy. That's why they make so many huge sales. They make millions of pounds in sales just by. Upping the price a little bit before, then dropping it on the day, they can say they've dropped it, and the way to go, as we are emotional creatures, we do buy when we think, oh, it's a bargain, or there's something going on. Or if we see a lot of other people doing something, we often follow it, and that's when, again, that develops like a snowball effect of it as well. So, yeah, if you've got your product or service, you're sort of developing your own business now, you're starting to get things moving, you're thinking, right, yeah, I want to get some promotion done. Obviously, social media, it's just a no-brainer, as they say. It's just, yes, free advertising, get your product or service out there, get your benefits out there, explain to different clients, because a lot of people aren't going to buy your product or service now. There's literally, say, there's like a, say, the whole ballpark of all the clients or customers in the world. Literally, this little segment of 5% are ready to buy your product or service right at this moment now. Yeah, the 95 
are sort of looking, slightly interested, not sure, and don't really want to know. So if you can educate this 95% on your product or service, give them some information about the benefits of your product or service, then later on down the road, that's when you develop plans of customers for the day. So just, yes, how it works. That's my other thought today on, what is today? It is World Tuesday today. So have yourself a good day today. If you've got any value from this, always drop some quotes below. You can share it around. You can do whatever you want because it's a free will. Happy days. Have a good one today. All the best. Good morning, it's Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday morning to you. It's dark and damp here in Swansea again. Very sad week this week. But we're on a Wednesday, so we're on a relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And something I always say is life should be about experiences, not just the passing of time. We all sort of go through life. But it shouldn't just be like getting from A to B and that's it. It should be experiencing life as you go through doing different things, different challenges, and different enjoy life and experience different things. And as such, my new book, Mastering Your Mindset, I had actually installed a reverse option on my phone. So this should be showing it the right way around. But I think it's... I don't know if it is or not. I think this might be showing it backwards. But I don't know. But I tried it anyway. But back to the point. Uh, yeah, Mastering Your Mindset. This is available on Friday to Saturday. It's on Amazon.co.uk. It's actually on Amazon all around the world. But my actual thing I'm doing is on Amazon.co.uk. So you can order your book, Mastering Your Mindset, on this Friday, the 29th, until Saturday the 30th. So you've got two days to order your copy of the book, Mastering Your Mindset. What you get in there is your... I'll go through a quick, quick breakdown of what the book in... Ah, try again. A quick breakdown of what is actually in the book. You have A, evolution, where you have come from and where you're going. Two, how your DNA has made you who you are. Three, where your beliefs come from and how they're not actually your beliefs. Four, how your conscious and subconscious works and makes all your decisions for you. Five, how to control that little voice inside your head and help you to achieve more. Six, your vision and where you would like to be in your future. Seven, the power of a mentor and how they can help you get where you want to get. And eight, that one thing that will help you master everything. So those are in the book, Your Four Keys to a Healthier, Happier You, which, as I said, is on sale from Friday to Saturday, Friday, Saturday, two days, on Amazon.co.uk. Or book. It's down to £9.99. It will be going back up to on Sunday to the usual price of £12.99. You get discounts actually on the day for the book. And as a special competition prize, it's the Virgin Experience Days. And this is actually a muscle car driving day. What you have, you'll have your voucher from Virgin inside, and it'll be back to there, it'll go through all the information, and it'll say, yes, you have a, a American muscle car, you get to drive uh, around the racetrack, experience it, and one of the muscle cars, you choose which car you want to drive in, and there's actually 15 locations around the UK, so you can go along, uh, yeah, then, if you win it yourself, it's a actual competition, so what you have to do, actually know what the competition is first of all, the competition is, you buy your book on Amazon, you then email me a copy of your receipt from Amazon, just to show you've bought the book, then entered into the free competition to win this muscle car drive-in experience. And I will then do a competition, like a, not a raffle, what's it called? I'll just pick out, I'll put all the entries into a bowl, <laughs> what organised this is, and I shall just pick out one winner on Monday evening. I'll do a Facebook Live Monday evening, and I will book out the winner, and that winner will win this Virgin Day experience of driving a muscle car. You have nine minutes to take the experience, and there's up to 15 locations in the UK. So this is only in the UK. I could bring up Richard Branson and ask him to extend it to the whole world, but I don't think he will. So it's going to have to be a UK-only one. 
So you can, yes, order your book, enjoy your book with all the information, increase and master your mindset. And then you have this experience today, which you can either give to your loved one as a Christmas present even, or just any present you want to, or you can keep it for yourself and enjoy a track day. Well, not a track day, it's a track blast. You're going around, they teach you health and safety, and then you go around in this muscle muscle blast in the sports car, and you can play around the racetrack and enjoy yourself. So that is the that is the competition and the deal. So you have your book, or actually a pretty similar colour, actually. Possible version. <laughs> you have your book, Mastering Your Mindset, available on Amazon from Friday until Saturday night, midnight, but it comes off, and look, it stays on, but then the price goes up to twelve ninety nine. You can buy your book and get your your mindset mastered. And then you also enter the competition with the Virgin track to go and uh, experience a Virgin muscle car blast around a racetrack and experience it as, a, as another experience. So that's, yes, the thing. So once again, it's like you buy your book on Amazon, you then email me a copy of that receipt, then enter it into the draw, I suppose, prize draw, I suppose, it's called, uh, to win the track. Track experience, and then I shall post it. Whoever will do a Facebook Live Monday, and that will say who's won that experience, and then that's it. And I shall post it off to you. And happy day, happy days. So that's my little thought. Must have a little thought today. What's going on today? So have yourself a good day today. If you've got any questions, just drop some points below. I'll answer it as I go through because this has been rather sort of randomly done. I'm not used to doing this sort of thing. So it's just yes. If you fancy having a go, buy your book, email me a copy of the receipt, and I shall stick you in the prize draw, and then. To pick it out Monday and see who wins an experience of a, of a track driving a muscle car blasting around a racetrack. Happy day. Have a good day today, wherever you are. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Thursday morning to you. We have a nice one here in Swansea. Today the rain's gone away. Woo! So not on a nice yeah, on a day today. So we're on Thursday on a mindset Thursday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I'm gonna do a little reading today from my book, Mastering Your Mindset, which I said is coming out uh, tomorrow on Amazon, available on Amazon to buy for the discounted price. I'll go to that in a minute. But I'll do a little reading from the book first of all this morning. Just to say our bodies renew each cell naturally using this process. A bit like our muscles. When we work out, we actually damage our muscle fiber and our DNA then uses switches to build more muscle fiber, making their muscle bigger and stronger. It can do this with any part of our bodies, not just muscle. If we break a bone, the same process is used. We plaster it to keep it in alignment and still, but the DNA switch actually sends more oxygen and blood to this area, e.g. bone, to heal and repair it. Our bodies are an unbelievable regeneration machine constantly at work, renewing and repairing, and improving ourselves. Any area of our body, if we want to improve it, we can, by constant development of that area. E.g., if we want to be a good footballer, we need to practice each day kicking or controlling the ball. Doing this, the DNA switch will then send more blood and oxygen to our leg muscles for more power, and also to parts of our brain that develop our motor skills, improving our coordination. To double-check this, just ask the world-famous footballer David Beckham how much time he spent practicing curving the ball over the wall on a free kick to score a goal. As previously mentioned, we can use this development of any part of our body we want to improve. Our mind is the key to this. If we believe we can develop a certain skill and take the time to practice, there is nothing we can't achieve. Our belief system is the core to that area. There was a story in the Middle Ages where a saint's bones were being used to cure different disease and illness. People just had to touch these bones and were miraculously cured of their condition. One night, some thieves broke in and stole the saint's bones to sell his relics. The monks, on finding the empty crypt, didn't know what to do, so went to another grave nearby and dug up some bones, putting those in the same crypt. 
then letting the pilgrims touch the bones. They were planning on making up a story where the saints' bones had stopped working. To their amazement, the bones carried on healing just as they had before. On checking out who the bones they had used belonged to, they found them to be a common murderer. But the people believing they were saints' bones actually healed themselves. This method is still in use today with the placebo effect. When a group of patients were given a sugar pill but told it was medicine, and they actually cured themselves of the condition internally, as they believed the tablet would cure them, believing it was medicine, but it was actually just a sugar pill. This system can and does cure. We activate our DNA switch to heal that area. If we don't believe it works, it won't. This is also true of the nocebo effect, where patients were given a sugar pill but told it was medicine and had the side effects of headaches, nausea or stomach cramps. The patients then believed they would have these side effects and actually developed them. Although the only way they could have done this was internally, as it was just a sugar pill. This can be taken to extremes, as back in the early 1900s, people believed they would die within 10 days if they had no food. And people who were shipwrecked or caught in a famine starved to death without food in this time. They died because they believed they would. When further studies were done, it's now known we can survive for 45 to 60 days before death without food, but sooner if we don't have water, as we do need water to survive. So it is mainly down to, uh, to what we believe that can even determine our own lifespan. So that's a little bit there, the reading from your book, Mastering Your Mindset. As I said, it goes to different areas and it's just unavailable tomorrow from Amazon at the reduced price of 9.99 from 12.99 down to 9.99 just for two days on Friday and Saturday. So that's available there. Um, once, if you, once you buy your, bought your copy of the book and have a good read of it, if you then email me your receipt before Sunday at midnight, um, you will then be entered into the competition to win a virgin, exciting experience of driving a muscle car, a virgin driving a muscle car experience. But only one person wins that, so one person say you all email me your copy of your receipt, and then you will go into the draw, and I shall draw that Monday night at around 8 o'clock, but I shall confirm the dates, be a live draw on Facebook Live, and whoever wins that will win that nice trip then, that. Also, um, anybody who emails me will then be entered or have the chance to come into the uh, private Facebook group of Mastering Your Mindset. Going through more information, more details about Mastering Your Mindset, how to cope with that. And you will also receive the blueprint, the Worry Condenser. Oh, this is going to be backwards again there. The Worry Condenser Blueprint actually helps you reduce your worries, the stress. Stress is one of the huge causes of many problems. Alzheimer's, um, heart diseases, cancers. Stress is such a massive thing. And the Worry Condenser actually helps... Get your worry under control, realizing where it all comes from, how for a plan, plan to follow through what your biggest stress, what your anxiety and your self-doubt is. And you follow a little path to go through how to actually deal with this to help reduce your stress. And once you realize what stress is, why you worry about things, that we can actually get our worries under control ourselves. Makes such a huge difference in our whole mindset and how things work. So that's also another little bonus then for, for emailing me or entering the competition for that. So yeah, that's all. That's all the information there, I think. Uh, as I said before, any comments, drop them below. Um, as I said before, this is only for the UK only is the um, muscle, muscle experience day. Not experience day, experience blast. Um, so yeah, so that's my little little go through there on today. Uh, if you want some more information, as always, drop some comments below. And yeah, you can available your book tomorrow. Uh, it's from Amazon.co.uk and Amazon's around the world. And happy days. If you've got any information, as always, drop some comments below. And just let me know how these are going. Have a good one today. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Friday to you. It's Black Friday. Ooh. 
But it's not black here, it's fuzzy, it's quite nice today. So we're on a Friday, and today, the book, Master Your Mindset. It is live on Amazon at the moment. So for two days only, it's reduced for the... Uh, it wasn't planning to be a Black Friday, but it's actually on the day it's turned out to be. So a Black Friday special, if you want, which is you can get your copy of Mastering Your Mindset, reduced from 12 99 down to 9 99 So Mastering Your Mindset says a book that goes into... Basically, there's eight different steps I'll go through, which actually in to help you master your mindset. I shall go through them, read them quickly here, so you know what's involved in mastering your mindset. Number one is evolution, where we've come from and where we are going. Number two is how your DNA has made you who you are. Well, stays right. Number three is where your beliefs have come from and how they're not actually your beliefs. Number four is how your conscious and your subconscious works, and that actually makes all your decisions. Number five is how to control that little voice inside your mind when it keeps saying, no, you can't do that, and how to get control of that so you can achieve more. Number six, your vision of where you'd like to be in the future and what you'd like to do. Morning, Stace, all right? Number seven, the power of a mentor and how they can actually help you get where you want to get. Say, sort of like help you, guide you a path down to get there. And number eight, the one thing that will enable you to master everything. That one thing you can do which will help you master anything you want, which is quite a, hmm, there you are. So that's inside, mastering your mindset. You go to Amazon now, dot in your words, mastering your mindset, order your copy and you're way to go. As you, if, once you bought your book, if you then email me your receipt of mastering your mindset to rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk, that will then come to me and then I shall enter you into a free prize draw and the prize draw is to win, a Virgin Experience track blast in a muscle car, American muscle car. So you actually go along, there's actually 15 locations throughout the UK, you can go to, choose which one you want to go to. You then have the voucher inside you, which is a muscle car driving experience. You then go along, I shall send you the, once you enter the draw, I'll then do the draw, and then the winner will be able to go along, I'll send the voucher after them, and you will then, the winner will actually go along to experience a Virgin experience track driving blast in American muscle cars. You can go bombing around this racetrack and yeah, enjoy yourself. So the draw will actually now take place on Tuesday at eight o'clock live on Facebook Live. Um, I've been actually invited up to London on Monday for a special interview, so I'm not going to be back in time to do my uh, prize draw, which I was planning to do. So a slight change of plan there. But yes, we adapt as we go along. So the, the draw will be on Tuesday. So you have until Sunday evening to post me your copy of your email, email me a copy of your receipt for Mastering Your Mindset. That will then enter you into the draw to win this track experience blast. So that's the thing you have there. And say one winner, I shall put them into the bowl, do a magic draw, close my eyes, pour one out, and that winner shall win this track experience. You shall then also enter, if you email me, you shall then also receive a copy of your worry condenser, which actually helps you to actually Realize what worries we have, how we sort of, we worry about things, and actually, it's only really about eight percent of things we worry about that are actually in our control. The other ninety-two percent aren't, which which means we don't have to worry about them. But it's hard to get them realized. So there's actually a plan here. It's called the Worry Condenser Blueprint that you can put your worries in, and you can follow the system along to work out what you can do to develop it and get it under control, so you know. A lot of the worries you've got control of, and you think, ah, right, well, I was worried about it, but I can see, ah, well, no, don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh, yes, no, oh, oh, no, that's not that's all that. And you can work your way through it. That helps so much things in the morning, just get yourself sorted out with your, with your mindset. There's also, you should also, if you, once you've emailed me, 
asked them to come in. You'll be invited into a private Facebook group of Mastering Your Mindset, which is a, is a positive, uplifting uh, group where we sort of support each other, help each other to get control of our mindset. Have any problems you've got through, we can talk about it, sort it out. So it's just that it's a private group. It's only through invite, through getting your email in me, a copy of your receipt. You can get it. Wrong one. Of your receipt, you'll get a copy of that book. So that's, yes, that's all that's going on. As I said, you can go across to Amazon now. It's now live. You can just pop your thing in there. Order your copy of Mastering Your Mindset. Start to get your mind on a, on a new path, get things controlled. And it it's just helps us. I found with writing this book, help me do the research to write this book, help my mindset as well. Because you do, once you research something, you're starting to look, look into it. And you get you get more information. It's not just my ideas. This is all the research I've been doing into this book to put it into the book to help other people to master their mindset. So that's such a massive, I've said so many times before, we are a mind with a body, not a body with our mind. And our mind controls every aspect of our life. And if we can realize what how our mind is working and how we can actually control it better so it's working for us, it's like a supercomputer. And if we start to put a program in there so it's actually doing stuff for us, what we want, instead of just carrying on doing what it wants to do and we're just reacting to it, it's a whole new mindset, a whole new change of things. And you can realize you can achieve so much. And it's all up there in our mind. So what you could do for me as a favor is just share this post. That's all. Just get it out there. There's someone you know who perhaps is having a bit of a downtime or they're having a few sort of mental issues or not just things are just going quite swell for them. Just share, share, share this on your post. Let them sort of know there's the masterminds they can get their mind sorted out. It just helps help people have a happier Christmas. Once your mind is sorted, it's such, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You just realize that you are in control of your life. You can do what you want with your life. And things, things are still, circumstances will affect you, but once you realize you actually control your life and you can react and respond to it and in a much more positive way, your whole life is brighter. You're, you're brighter and it just feels better. So if you can sort of, yes, the, you can do a huge favor, just share the post and just let people know. Master your mindset is available only for two days. So that is on today, which is Friday, and tomorrow is Saturday. And then it goes back to the normal price of twelve ninety nine, And then you lose the bonuses of entering the competition and uh, where we can enter as well, and the uh, Facebook group. So it's only the next two days those are available. Uh, this will be on Amazon then. And uh, yes, yeah, just en enjoy it. Enjoy, your, enjoy the reads. As I said, it's just, I've sent out a few people, and they, just, they just love it. It's just amazing the information that's in there. And yes, we've had some good reviews coming back. So it's, yeah, it's all good stuff. So have yourself a good day today. Enjoy whatever you're doing on this Black Friday. I said, never cross to Amazon. Pop it in the old thing. Master in your mindset. Order your copy. Email me a copy of the receipt, and you could be in the in the chance to win your Virgin Track Day. Not a track day; it's not a track. Day, it's a track glass. You're flying around the old race track, and you can just enjoy yourself and just yeah. You ever know you can get this? Do you uh, do other half or something else? Just the one, just the one. So only one person can win it. Who will that be? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. So have yourself a good day today, wherever you are. Happy Friday. Take it steady. <laughs> Hello, happy Saturday. It's a Richard Eckley here on a Saturday for a change. Um, put up my uh, Christmas decks last night. We're feeling all festive. Had some uh, Christmas songs playing all the way to heading to Ross and Wye this morning. So it's all yeah, nice, and, nice and festive today. So just get, let me you know on the with your book promotion, Mastering Your Mindset is on sale right now. It's live. Today is the last day. It's live at the covered price of £9.99. And of course, you'll go through the information you have with your, once you buy your book. It's quite interesting, actually. I gave it to my son's girlfriend. She is studying psychology at... Um, second form at school now doing a GCSE in psychology and she said this actually helped her to realize the course she's doing it simplified the psychology course by getting the basic information in here so that was quite a nice that was quite a nice thing to have like not sort of a review but sort of a review oh,
Thank you very much. Nice to know the book is quite, yes, I'm on track with what I write, so it's quite handy. Um, so yeah, going through it. So what's in the actual book, you have the evolution, where you have come from and where you are going. Number two, how your DNA has made you who you are. Your three, where your beliefs have come from and how they're not actually your beliefs. Number four, how your conscious and subconscious mind actually makes all your decisions. Number five, how to control that little voice inside your head, which often holds us back and stops us achieving what we want to achieve. Number six, our vision of our future and how I'd like that to be and how we can actually picture our vision and create it for the future for ourselves. Number seven, the power of a mentor and how they can help us achieve and get where we want to get. And number eight, that one thing you can do that can help you to master any So yes, that's your book, Your Mastering Your Mindset. As I said, we're on, um, today's the last day of the, I suppose it's sort of Black Friday sale, but not really, um, of the deal, which is £9, from £12.99 down to £9.99. So you can order your copy today on Amazon.co.uk or Amazons around the world. Um, once you've done that, then if you said, if you email me at rickeckley67 at yahoo.co.uk, your copy of your receipt of buying that book will then be entered into the competition to win a virgin. Well, can I read it? It's back to front again. <laughs> it says, prepare to be excited. Woohoo! Virgin experience. And it is the driving a American muscle car on a racetrack. So it's a, it's a blast day. There's 15 locations in the UK you can choose from. You've got nine months to choose to do it in. It's only in the UK. And you'll be entered, set into the draw, and I shall do the draw on Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Tuesday evening. So I'll do the live Facebook. I'll do a live Facebook live, do the draw, and one winner shall win this voucher for the old um, track day. What's up with you? It's all back to front. But yeah, use your voucher, how you use your voucher and all the rest of the information. So you can have, yes, your the one winner will win that. I shall draw it out and then, yes, let you know. You also will also receive, when you get your copy and your receipt, I said, oh, this is also back, also back to front. <laughs> your worry condenser, which actually teaches you how to actually control your worries. I said, worry and stress is a huge call of problems in terms of our mental health. So once you realise how you can actually control your um, your the worry system and work out, you can break them down into certain areas to get control of your worries. That just helps you relax and helps you feel more control. So worries do play on our mind if we sort of get things sorted out. It helps to release our mind, release pressure, release stress. It makes you feel better and happier. And we also want to have a happy Christmas. So that will help that way. Plus, you'll also be then um, invited to come into the, the Facebook, the Master Your Mindset Facebook group, a private Facebook group, where we do support each other. There's more information in there. We can sort of talk about things, have things go, and just, yes, just to make a bit of support and so just a, a place you can come to have a chat and just yes, talk on Facebook and just yes, there's no negative in there at all. It's only positive and helpful comments and helpful things coming through. So that's all going on at the moment. So as I said, you have till this evening. Um, the, the the offer all ends tonight at twelve o'clock. So you have to up to today to actually book your book your book, <laughs> order your book even. Master your mindset on Amazon.co.uk and then all that other information and email me and I'll send that other stuff off to you. Um, then you have you have until then Sunday to email me your receipt. Sunday, twelve o'clock. If I haven't received your email, then you're not going to be in the competition because I have to obviously get all sorted out and do everything else. I said now on Monday I'm awake, so I've got a interview thing I'm doing up in London on Monday, so that's changed a few of my plans. So I have to organise things a bit differently, and I shall do the live interview. Live interview. <laughs> the live draw for the Matt. Get your heads, get your words right. For the muscle car experience, I shall do that live draw Tuesday at 8 p.m. Facebook Live, I'll drop one on you, and then I'll pick it out and let you know the winner. So yes, that's my little information for today. Hope you're having a good day today. You're not getting too much caught up in all the old Christmas shopping. Apparently, it's one of the busiest weekends now for Christmas shopping. So I think I've done about two things so far, so I've got a long way to go. I know my daughter's done most of us in Raptomore, so she's well on, well on with it. So fair play to Jessica. So have a good day today. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley. 
here. Happy Wednesday morning to you. Here we are again, hump day as they call it, halfway through the weekend. It's a flying mate. We're on a Wednesday, so we're on Relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthy, happy you. And I was just listening to Heart Radio, so local, well, not local, it's a national radio station here in the UK. And they're doing something which is quite good, I thought I'd better share with you. It's called Yes Vember instead of November. So once a week, they, they have a, a, like an open poll where the people come in tell them things they have to do, and then they have to do spin a wheel, and they choose this one thing which they have to go and do. So I thought, well, that's a good, that's a good challenge for each of us to think about, right, if we make yes, no, if we make November, our yes-vember. So that means if someone asks us something, our normal reaction, our basic reaction to most things is no. It's just the way we be negatively said. If someone says, asks us to do something, it's usually all no, and then sometimes they can talk us into it, and sometimes they can't, but yeah. So uh, for, for November or for yes-vember, it's just an idea to try and change our answer to yes. The first answer is yes. So for the first, every week, just, just perhaps once or twice a week, if anyone asks you any question, your first answer is yes. And just see where it leads. It's quite an interesting concept uh, to suddenly open up your to, uh, your life, really, to so many different experiences. Just Maybe just going for a coffee or just helping someone do something or you never know where people ask you to do little things. Maybe someone helps change your tyre. Who knows where it could lead? You may not even get anybody asking you a yes, so then you'll be able to have a normal month. But if someone does ask you for a thing, just say yes and see where it goes. It's a great, uh, Richard Branson was, was famously for once saying, the answer's yes, now what is the question? And that's a brilliant mindset to have, because you are opening your life up to so many um, situations, so many experiences. You experience much more by saying yes. You just go out there and you see things, you develop things, you learn things. And that's it's much more have a more positive mindset is to be open to things. So making a yes member is a, it's a very good idea. I haven't heard it before, so oh, that's a good one. I'll share it. And also as well, someone actually more important than Richard Branson is my mum. And she used to always say to me, if someone asks you to go out anywhere on a trip or a visit, always say yes, because you never know when they're going to stop asking you. And that's so true. Because you keep saying no, no, no to everything. Someone asks you to go for a coffee or go out for a meal or go for a shopping or go for a walk. They're going to stop asking you because people don't like rejection. So if you if someone's asked you a couple of times to go somewhere and you just said no, 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 they're not going to ask you anymore. So you've basically just lost a, a chance to experience things and do things. So uh, so yes, my, my dear, I'm a very good, very good saying. And it was, yeah, it was yes. If someone asks you a question, always say yes to go anywhere because you never know when they will stop asking you. And all of a sudden, you're sort of left thinking, oh, I fancy doing that now. But it's too late. The, the opportunity may be gone. So, yeah, so always try and say yes. So, uh, let's try and make November a good yes-vember and have a good month out of it. It's just, it's, it's like the, the turning period to a heading towards winter now. The old weather's changing. I get the old thermals on me, winter, winter clothes on, ready for winter. It's, it's heading this way when it's a bit cold last week. So, yes, yeah, so it's all good. So, just, yes, changing our mindset a little bit just for a yes-vember instead of a November for our relationships and for all areas of our lives. So, have a, have a good month. So that's my little thought today on yes member. Try and just answer yes as a first answer to any question, and then just see where it leads. Who knows? All right, mate, mate, you're right. Right, that's enough. For have, a, have a good day today, wherever you are. All the best for now. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday to you. Another week flying through. Happy to it now. Uh, we're on Wednesday, so we're on a relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I said on Monday I was down in London having the, the interviews, well, sat in an audience of an interview with uh, David McCork, I said billionaire with Rob Moore millionaire with them. And I actually got to ask him some questions. And the one question I asked him was, well, what mentor did you have when you sort of first started out when you were growing up? And his answer was, I thought, oh, it's quite interesting. His answer said, his biggest mentor was his mum. He said she was an amazing person. His mum was just one of those really encouraging people, supportive people, really caring person. He said and he, she was his biggest mentor for years. 
He said, unfortunately, she actually died two years ago, aged 103, but she lived a full life. But he said she was always supporting the happen. He said, the, he gave a great story, he said the one time he was most upset about, which didn't upset her, but he said his friend came over, and, and she was about in her, in her mid-late mid 80s, and he'd thrown his, his, his shoes on the floor and just went around and was mucking around. And she came down the stairs, tripped over the, the, the shoes on the floor, and actually fell on the floor and actually broke her hip. Had to go to the hospital and broke her hip. And of course, she had to have all the, this, the repair, this, repair the hip and then the rest of the recovery and everything else. And he, and he was saying to her, I'm just so sorry, mum. The, the shoes there, my friend, I just, I'm so sorry. And she said to him, oh, don't worry. If that hadn't happened, I'd never have met the lovely people in the hospital. And he said, and that was her attitude, the way she was to life. It was just, she embraced life, she enjoyed life, and she was always encouraging people, helping people. And that's just the sort of person you sort of need to have around you as a, as a when you're growing up, there's helped so much to have a good base, good support system in place for you. Like Rob Moore was saying, well, he never had that growing up. He had, he had a very good, his memory's brilliant, his memory's amazing, amazing memory he had. And his dad was great as well, but there was a few sort of issues and stuff going on. Which not everyone, everyone has a, a lovely upbringing there. Sometimes there's problems, there's things that don't go quite, quite so planned. So sometimes you need to look out for yourself to, to actually find a mentor who you can connect with can help you, support you, and keep you on track and help you get where you want to get to. So you can all achieve what we want to in life, but sometimes we do need someone to help guide us a bit to get the right direction, to keep us on the right track, and just to, to make sure, yeah, we're okay, we're doing okay, and everything's going okay. So sometimes if you haven't got that sort of support and thing in your own home, sometimes you need to go outside of your home and look for someone and find someone to help mentor you who's doing, the, who's doing what you'd like to do, who's heading down the right path, and you can connect with them, and they can obviously help you get where you want to go. So sometimes... And also, you can do that for your own kids. You can be a, a good mentor for your kids. Guide them, help them. That's the one thing I said with, with, with kids. You, all you can do is guide your children. You can't control your kids. Your kids are individual people. They're going to do what they're going to do. But all you can do is guide them the best way you can. Give them the best advice you can give them. Show them love. Show them support. And say that, yes, they can achieve whatever they want to achieve. They have to cut their own furrow, as they say, and make their own path. So you can just be there to support them. So that's something I said to them. I said, if you haven't got that support in your home, you can reach outside to find someone that can help you. You can look around and find support. And then you could be that support to someone else as well, which is a, a good way to be. That's my little thought today on Relationship Wednesday. Are you a mentor? Would you like to be a mentor? You can help other people, or perhaps you, you can sort of learn from a mentor yourself and find a bunch of stuff. Help support you on your way. It does help so much when you've got people that are supporting you, helping you. Just just your mindset is the main thing they ever do it for. It's not sort of finance. It's not other things, it's mainly your, your mental mindset. Once you get that sorted out, you have a good mental to help you. You can then find your path on through much easier. As well as thought today, have yourself a good day today. Enjoy. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday to you. Another week flying through, happily through it now. Uh, we're on Wednesdays, running Relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I said on Monday, I was down in London having the dinner interviews, but sat in an audience of an interview with uh, David McCork, I said billionaire with Rob Moore millionaire with them. And I actually got to ask him some questions. And the one question I asked him was, well, what mentor did you have when you sort of first started out when you were growing up? And his answer was, oh, it's quite interesting. His answer said, his biggest mentor was his mum. He said she was an amazing person. His mum was just one of those really encouraging people, supportive people, really caring person. He said and he, she was his biggest mentor for years. He said, unfortunately, she actually died two years ago, aged 103, but she lived a full life. He said she was always supporting and helping him. He said, the, he gave a great story. He said the one time he was most upset about, which didn't upset her, but he said his friend came over and, and she was about in her, in her mid, mid late 80s. And he'd thrown his, his, his shoes on the floor and just went around and was mucking around. And she came down the stairs, tripped over the, the, the shoes on the floor 
and actually fell on the floor and actually broke her hip. Let's go to the hospital and broke her hip. And of course, she had to have all the this the repair, this repair the hip, and then the rest of the recovery and everything else. And he, and he was saying to her, I'm just so sorry, ma'am. The, the shoes there, my friend, I just, I'm so sorry. And she said to him, oh, don't worry. If that hadn't happened, I'd never have met the lovely people in the hospital. And he said, and that was her attitude, the way she was to life. It was just, she embraced life, she enjoyed life, and she was always encouraging people, helping people. And that's just the sort of person you sort of need to have around you as a, as a when you're growing up, there's helped so much to have a good base, good support system in place for you. Like Rob Moore was saying, well, he never had that growing up. He had, he had a very good, his memory's brilliant, his memory's amazing, amazing memory he had. And his dad was great as well, but there was a few sort of issues and stuff going on. Which not everyone, everyone has a, a lovely upbringing there. Sometimes there's problems, there's things that don't go quite, quite so planned. So sometimes you need to look out for yourself to, to actually find a mentor who you can connect with that can help you, support you, and keep you on track and help you get where you want to get to. So you can all achieve what we want to in life, but sometimes you do need someone to help guide us a bit to get the right direction to keep us on the right track and just to, to make sure, yeah, we're okay, we're doing okay, and everything's going okay. So sometimes if you haven't got that sort of support and thing in your own home, Sometimes you need to go outside of your home and look for someone and find someone to help mentor who's, in the, who's doing what you'd like to do, who's heading down the right path, and you can connect with them. They can obviously help you get where you want to go. So that's sometimes, and also you can do that for your own kids. You can be a, a good mentor for your kids. Guide them, help them. That's the one thing I said with, with, with kids. You, all you can do is guide your children. You can't control your kids. Your kids are individual people. They're going to do what they're going to do. But all you can do is guide them the best way you can. Give them the best advice you can give them. Show them love, show them support, and say that yes, they can achieve whatever they want to achieve. They have to cut their own burrow, as they say, and make their own path. So you can just be there to support them. So that's something that um, I said, if you haven't got that support in your home, you can reach outside to find someone that can help you. You can look around and find support. And then you could be that support to someone else as well, which is a, a good way to be. That's my little thought today on Relationship Wednesday. Are you a mentor? Would you like to be a mentor? You can help other people, or perhaps you, you can sort of learn for a mentor yourself and try and find a bunch of stuff. Help support you on your way. It does help so much when you've got people that are supporting you, helping you. Just just your mindset that's the main thing they ever do it for. It's not sort of finance, it's not other things. It's mainly a, your mental mindset. Once you get that sorted out, you have a good mentor to help you. You can then find your path on through much easier. As we know, thought today, have yourself a good day today. Enjoy. All the best. Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Wednesday to you. Another week flying through, happily through it now. Uh, we're on Wednesdays, we're on a Relationship Wednesday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. And I said on Monday, I was down in London having the, the interviews, well, sat in an audience of an interview with uh, David McCorkle, I said billionaire with Rob Moore millionaire with them. And I actually got to ask him some questions. And the one question I asked him was, well, what mentor did you have when you sort of first started out when you were growing up? And his answer was, oh, it's quite interesting. His answer said, his biggest mentor was his mum. He said she was an amazing person. His mum was just one of those really encouraging people, supportive people really caring person, he said, and he, she was his biggest mentor for years. He said, unfortunately, she actually died two years ago, aged 103, so she lived a full life. But he said she was always supporting and helping him. He said, the, the, the great story, he said, the one time he was most upset about, which didn't upset her, but he said his friend came over, and, and she was about in her, in her mid-late mid 80s, and he'd thrown his, his, his shoes on the floor and just went around and was mucking around. And she came down the stairs, tripped over the, the, the shoes on the floor, and actually fell on the floor and actually broke her hip. Let's go to the hospital and broke her hip. And of course, she had to have all the, this, the repair, this, repair the hip and then the rest of the recovery and everything else. And he, and he was saying to her, I'm just so sorry, ma'am. The, the shoes there, my friend, I just, I'm so sorry. And she said to him, oh, don't worry. If that hadn't happened, I'd never have met the lovely people in the hospital. And he said, and that was her attitude, the way she was to life. It was just, 
She embraced life, she enjoyed life, and she was always encouraging people, helping people. And that's just the sort of person you sort of need to have around you as a, as a when you're growing up, there's helped so much to have a good base, good support system in place for you. Like Rob Moore was saying, well, he never had that growing up. He had, he had a very good, his mum was brilliant, his mum was an amazing, amazing mum he had. And his dad was great as well, but there was a few sort of issues and stuff going on. Which not everyone, everyone has a, a lovely upbringing there. Sometimes there's problems, there's things that don't go quite, quite so planned. So sometimes you need to look out for yourself to, to find a mentor who you can connect with that can help you, support you, and keep you on track and help you get where you want to get to. So you can all achieve what we want to in life, but sometimes you do need someone to help guide us a bit to get the right direction to keep us on the right track and just to, to make sure, yeah, we're okay, we're doing okay, and everything's going okay. So sometimes if you haven't got that sort of support or anything in your own home, Sometimes you need to go outside of your home and look for someone and find someone to help mentor you who's doing, the, who's doing what you'd like to do, who's heading down the right path, and you can connect with them. And they can obviously help you get where you want to go. So sometimes, and also you can do that for your own kids. You can be a, a good mentor for your kids. Guide them, help them. That's the one thing I said with, with, with kids. You, all you can do is guide your children. You can't control your kids. Your kids are individual people. They're going to do what they're going to do. But all you can do is guide them the best way you can. Give them the best advice you can give them. Show them love, show them support, and say that yes, they can achieve whatever they want to achieve. They have to cut their own furrow, as they say, and make their own paths. So we can just be there to support them. So that's something is that um, I said, if you haven't got that support in your home, you can reach outside to find someone that can help you. You can look around and find support. And then you could be that support to someone else as well, which is a, a good way to be. That's my thought today on Relationship Wednesday. Are you a mentor? Would you like to be a mentor? You can help other people, or perhaps you sort of learning for a mentor yourself and find a bunch of stuff help support you on your way so it does help so much when you've got people that are supporting you helping you just just your mindset that's the main thing they ever do it for it's not sort of finance it's not other things it's mainly your, your mental mindset once you get that sorted out you have a good mentor to help you you can then find your path on through much easier as well as thought today have yourself a good day today enjoy all the best Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Thursday morning to you. Once again, this week is a flying by. So we're on a Thursday. We're on a Mindset Thursday on your four keys to a healthier, happier you. Now, I was listening to a, was a little clip was actually on LinkedIn the other day, and it was actually Tony Robbins and his wife, Sage Robbins. And they were telling a story about how they were flying. They were flying back from some, I think, towards Los Angeles Airport, I think. And they were in, so obviously, a private plane. But they were flying along, and they just had some food, and they'd gone to sleep, and... Going on normally, and then all of a sudden they felt the plane dip on one side, and actually the one engine had packed up, and the stewardess came in, woke them up, to want you to sit in the seats and put the seatbelts on, prepare, we may have crash landing, we may see how it goes, we're going to try and do an emergency landing at the nearest airport. So obviously it's, it's a scary situation, you just, oh my God, you just think, right, and they said they sort of sat there, and they embraced each other, and they just thought, right, this is... This, this could be it. I mean, this we're in a plane. Hopefully, they'll land okay. They said they could they could look down as they were coming towards the airport. They could see all the uh, ambulances all around, the fire engines all around, just in case, obviously, it did crash. And then, yes, who knows what could happen. They were saying in that, in that moment, just before they sort of did come to land, they, they sort of thought back on, on their life, and they thought, well, there's nothing we can do. We're in this situation. The situation is happening outside of our circumstances. There's nothing we can do about it at the moment. But we're together, so they just actually thought about how their life had been. They thought, well, we've had a good life. We've actually created our life. We've had our family. We've done what we can do. And they were just at peace with the fact that they were together. They could hold each other. And they were together, which could have been a moment of death. You don't know, with a, with a plane crash. And, and they said it's that their mindset was just one of, of peace. There wasn't panic, and there wasn't, oh, my God, it's never gone and crying. They just said that they just thought about all the things they've, good they've had in their life, what they, the stuff they've achieved, the family they've had. What they've lived, 
and then sort of prepared just in case it did, did happen. But fortunately, he said, obviously, you'd have heard of the ways it crashed, but it didn't crash and it landed safely and everything was fine. That just shows what mindset can do. When when you get your mindset under control, you control your life. You're, you're you're actually we've all created our life up to this point in time. We've actually created our own lives by our decisions we've made, our thoughts we've had. So once you realise that you've created your life so far, you can then create your life. Obviously, circumstances can happen beyond your control, but you can't affect circumstances beyond your control. You can only affect circumstances that are in your control. So once you get your mindset to one of right, I'm in control of my life. I can, there are certain things I cannot change. I can't adapt. If things happened in the past. You can't change. They're gone. They're done and dust. There's nothing you can do about them. Certain things are happening right now. You can do and you can help. But some circumstances are beyond your control. Someone else can be sorting these circumstances out. So you can't affect them. Just realizing there's certain things you can affect, certain things you can't affect. And once you start to realize that and you think, right, okay, and you think, I can affect this certain outcome or certain problem, and you do something towards it. And if you can't do it, you let it go. You think, well, hang on. I can't, I can't physically do anything to affect that situation. So there's no people worrying about it, getting stressed about it, getting all erratic about it, because you can't change it. So you've got to let it go. And that's, that's mindset control is when you realize there's certain things you can do, certain things you can't do. And that relieves stress and worry and just gives you peace of mind. Because then you realize there's certain bits that are in your control which you can do. And there's certain bits you can't. And it's letting that, letting that go. And, that's, and that, is, that is total mindset control. Once you have that, that knowledge that you are in control, there are circumstances, as you said before, and if you, it could be like a, a life and death situation. When you evaluate it, you think, right, can I do anything to change the situation? Can I do anything to help myself, to protect myself, or anything like that? If there's not, just be thankful then for the life you've led, for the family you've got, the love you've had, your friends, your family, and all those things. And that gives you peace. That gives you peace of mind. Gratitude, is, they say, it's one of the strongest emotions, gratitude. So you just, just feel grateful. When you're feeling grateful and you're, you're thankful, it, it rules out all the other emotions where you could be sort of getting extreme panicking and running around and thinking, but if you stop controlling your mind, think about things, and then you sound a more level player field. So it's an interesting story they just said about it, yes, how they were just, yeah, they were obviously, it was a scary time, it was a worrying time. <coughs> but you never know, circumstances can affect us outside our control. It's how we deal with them, how we react and respond to them. Is that what makes our life on such a better level and just more control? So mastering your mindset is there's so much to it. And it affects our entire lives, as I said before, so many times. We're a mind with a body, not a body with a mind. And our mind does create our whole life, our whole situation on all different areas. And once we start to master that, you get control of all areas. So it's, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> there we are. We need a thought for today on Mindset Thursday. Have yourself a good day today. All the best. <laughs>